You are listening to Kansas City Podcast Network. Talent-driven, FCC-free. Check out our show lineup, videos, events, and more over at kcpn.org. The voices of Kansas City, unfiltered. Welcome into another edition of the Tailgate Podcast. I'm Aaron, joined by Ty and returning Duncan. Oh, Freed, reunited, freed from the and so it good. feels quarantine. so good. <laughs> feels so good. Uh, quick, give you an update on our NFL pick'em standings. Uh, this week, Duncan and Ty came in at a four and two, and I came in at three and three. We're really regretting the Ravens Chiefs game. So is Ty. Ty could have. Yeah, that was definitely one I missed. With that I'm one. not so torn up about. Yeah, it. you're you're <laughs> Chiefs fan that made the homer pick that just happened to be right. And I even <laughs> when I sent in the text message, I even put in parentheses homer, homer. pick on that. But with that said, I said earlier when I got here, I'm never picking against the Chiefs and I'm pick them ever again. Oh, if absolutely I'm wrong, not. So be it. I'm I, not picking against them. We had so not like we had so much, but there was so much riding on this game that was right. just deciding for like the AFC in general yeah. that it was one of those things where you're like, wow. Here's and here, here's what I explained to them, and on a, I think I even mentioned it last week. I kind of want the Ravens and the Steelers or and the Chiefs Steelers and the the Chiefs to be a rivalry. Yeah. Raven, I was <laughs> that, the, the talking game, about their actual rivals. Just uh, says, yeah, I mean the game but, is is just in a better place when you have rivalries yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I wanted to believe that the Ravens could make it a rivalry. You know, you want that next Manning versus Brady. Mm-hmm. And I honestly was thinking about it on the way over here. I think that maybe not nothing against Lamar, but I think that maybe uh, Pat Mahomes. And Deshaun Watson is actually going to be that rivalry as long as they get rid of it's very possible. And, and it's very possible. You know, I think Deshaun Lamar Lamar is probably going to be more of the, like the Michael Vick. Like we're wow, he's he's amazing. Like, and he puts up these crazy numbers, but is he going to win much in the postseason? Well, we and, don't know yet. And I I'm going to maintain the the thought that I've I've had regarding Lamar Jackson for a long time is running backs like that. Like you know, he's he's bigger than Michael Vick. But he's still like he's he's slender. Like there's not a lot of weight on him. Right. And you see, you know, guys like you know he has a better frame for it though. Like he, he does. He, he can add weight. But and still we haven't seen. Oh no, absolutely he could. I think yeah. he also but runs I just better. he's yeah. one of those. Oh, he's a smoother runner like, for what, sure. what concern? Oh no, he has an his like an escapability like no other. I mean, yeah. like I I still remember the spin move against the Bengals last yeah. year. He's, he's on that smarter touchdown. with his shoes. He even had a run against the Chiefs. Yeah. This week, that was yeah. Like, oh my god. Oh yeah, that was the first drive, and I'm. What the hell, guys? Come on. And the, the people that bug me are the ones that, like, kind of – you feel like they're almost rooting for them to get injured. Like, they, yeah. they're like, oh, the running can't work. Like, how yeah. many big hits have we really even seen him take? The, and that's, Not a lot. that's something where he is truly gifted is yeah. that he is he's able to avoid that big hit. Because and that's yeah. – when I say that he's, you know, he's a little bit more slender and not, not as much – uh, weight on him is that that is my concern is when he does take the big mm-hmm. hit yeah. is is how much does that not necessarily just injure him but how does how does that affect his psyche absolutely you know the next time he decides to scramble well, tell him that, to go see the trainer that Alvin Kamara saw about how to <laughs> avoid contact while yeah. running well I think he already saw it because like I said he doesn't take a lot of big no he hits does not yet like that's huge when it comes to running quarterbacks we've seen even bigger guys like Cam Newton break down and honestly didn't going completely against what I just said because thought just came to me with cam newton all of his injuries have come while sitting in the pocket mm-hmm. none of his are running injuries yeah it's like, been a hit and he's shoulder and he's down. taking some yeah. shots shoulder even yeah. the leg injury was not a running like he was in the pocket when he took when he took Someone those hits. he's he's so. he's and he's like, like like a lot of shots and yeah. to a point where it, 
you know, if it was a Tom Brady or, mm -hmm. or you know, a Peyton Manning or something, it would have been called a penalty. Sure. Like, I remember, I can think of several instances where Cam took a hit and got up and looked at the referees like, what the hell, guys? Like, right. how are yeah. you not calling he, this just because I'm a running quarterback? He got right. the, like, the most swallowed whistle in the league when it came to stuff like that. It was like, absurd. He, he was mistreated by the refs, if anything. But back to Lamar, like, he, he doesn't run the same style as Cam, but he avoids the contact mm -hmm. way better. And I think that his longevity – in the league is going to be based on how he improves as a passer. Yes. Uh, less, but, than, less than 100 yards last night. Like, you can't – you're not going to win doing that. That was a that. rough – Right. Rough and going. I will say, it could have been closer. The Mark Andrews had a key drop in the end zone mm -hmm. on a drive that they didn't end up, end up getting points. Uh, but, but bottom but, line is, Pat Mahomes played out of his mind. He did. And, and you, you know, you say could have been – just a better team. Could have been closer, like, on the other side of that coin, too. Sure. That, that kickoff return yeah. was the first kickoff return that the Chiefs have allowed – in Dave Tobe's entire tenure also, as a special let's teams talk coach, about which the, goes back to 2013. Yeah, let's talk about not only that, but talk about the fact that when we said the Baltimore Ravens getting Devin Duvernay was going to be an Man. effective the next, the next return they got a good one out of James, James Proche. Proche. Hey, uh -huh. Like right there, like <laughs> two, two guys games that, that we were like, this is on. great. We were not I had three different guys mm -hmm. tell me that they added, because of sitting at my bar, that said that they added Duvernay or Proche mm -hmm. in fantasy just based on how highly I talked about him after that. Oh, Folks, we're, we're not we're not just spitting hot air out here. No, we know what like, the hell we're talking about. Those guys can play, yeah. and they will be good. Uh, but going back to the Chiefs shutting yes. that down and right. making that limited, right. that is phenomenal. That's just a flaw in the Ravens game that the Chiefs are built to exploit mm -hmm. every time. You're going to have to keep up with Mahomes yeah. scoring on almost every drive. Yeah, and see for if me, they don't score, not only is it a flaw in the Ravens game, I think it's what it comes down to, who I think is the best coach, which yeah. I think it's Andy Reid has Harbaugh's number. Just it's one of those things where there's there's been a while there, and yes, the Ravens did win that game last year, and if it came down to a wire, I think it was like the they, final drive. They also ex exploited a player that they knew very exactly. well. Exactly. And yeah. uh, well, uh, they made Marcus Peters Marcus look like Peters. a yes, he exactly. looked just like a little they kid. They knew that his tendencies in certain mm. and uh, certain routes, and they exploited it, especially right. on that beautiful touchdown pass mm -hmm. to Hardman. Oh uh, gosh! There's a few breakdowns of that play that I saw where they baited Peters into that yep. big time. And you the, the shift midfield, which very few receivers can do. Yeah. Like well, he was he was biting on the uh, on. Uh, can't think again. Uh, <laughs> shocking. We were just talking about that. But uh, he was biting on the other receiver coming across the field. He thought he was going to read Tyreek uh, yeah. coming across. And you see his eyes. He's supposed to be the deep third of the field. And he lets go. And you can see his own guy look at him like, damn it. Like, well, he and literally this looks right at Right at Peters and then that jump throw though, and, it's, and it's something yeah. that like I, and I I noticed with with Peters when he was in Kansas City and you could see it when he was with the Rams and and it's still it's something that you would have thought maybe would have improved over time but his body language mm -hmm. is he is not good at hiding it no. and you could see last night he knew he was getting worked over yeah oh he yeah. has bad eyes man he just doesn't read plays well no it's well and he's, yeah, he's he just. And it's, it's, tries to read things. It's something I've told a lot of other Chiefs fans who, yeah, like I, I'm, I wish he was still in Kansas City because he's an extremely talented cornerback. Oh, yeah. But he has to play opposite somebody who is better than him. Right. That way he can make the gambles and the risks yeah. that he is so good at, you know, yeah. forcing turnovers. And right. so, if he doesn't gamble, if he doesn't risk, yeah. 
plays don't happen. And, but and in the same right. fact, he will never be like a Stephon Gilmore where it's no, like they're shut down. down. He's not. No, he's not a shutdown corner. Yeah, he's. Yeah, I mean, he's he's a turnover artist. He's he's definitely got he's got a gift there. But and they've got and they've got Marlon Humphrey who is that shutdown corner opposite him, and so. They can do that with with Baltimore, but yeah, it's just had a solid seen game it time and time everything. again. Every team that Peters is with, when they're in those big games, he he's, the ex- he's, he's the one that's He's the one that's exploited, mm-hmm. except for that one game against, against the Rams, or the ch- like the where he played for the Rams. Like he made some big plays in that game. And yeah, but even his pick, Mahomes' right. elbow got hit, and like sure. that was you know, and because I remember that's before, the was that the, like the fifty fifty or was that the fifty four fifty one game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah. yeah. Highest scoring game in the history. Right, that's but you're still talking at that point in time. You're talking about the he made some plays yeah, and, and he did gooder. Mahomes first year, good or, good or, wow. he did better. At that point, like, but he, you know, yeah. he kind of he brought this upon himself. I mean, he came out before last season and when he was with the Rams and knowing that the Chiefs were on the schedule. Or I'm sorry, before the 2018 season, and he knew. Uh, he thought he knew Pat Mahomes, and when when we was with the Rams, and then a reporter asked him, he's like, "So what do you what do you think about Pat Mahomes?" He's like, "Oh, I think Pat Mahomes knows how to give me the ball." And yeah, the he's there's a lot more that is eating your words going into this game. He, oh, absolutely, he had a very high e- eating praise his words? of Pat Mahomes. That's he was he was at the old country buffet and he's <laughs> it was, like, it's with rare all the other see, cotton toppers. It is rare to see Marcus Peters be humble, <laughs> right? And he said, "No, Pat Mahomes is a baller. He's going to make his yeah. plays. He's an impressive kid. He's a competitor. Mm-hmm. He, he said all the right things. Is what and not a lot of. I'd say there's a portion of the Kansas City fan base that just kind of shit, shits on the kid. Absolutely, and you know, for him to come out and compliment them and like they probably weren't that definitely that does definitely show a lot of growth and so like kudos to him for that uh i mean he's you know he's fifth sixth year in the league i think i think sixth year in the league now so yeah but i i just really hope that lamar can get some more defensive talent around him because i honestly think Mm -hmm. that it's more on the defensive side we've i mean we spoke highly of a lot of their offensive talent were high on the running backs, high on the wide receivers, high on right. the quarterback. Their offensive lines were, mm-hmm. but I, they don't have that traditional shutdown, crazy good Ravens and, and defense. This is the thing that and I talked about earlier today off camera was mm-hmm. the fact that they might be the most complete team. The Ravens yes. might be the most complete team in the NFL because they have a solid defense yeah. backing up a good, great offense. Right. But the issue is, at the end of the day, what came down to me for the difference in the game was Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes yep. versus John Harbaugh and Lamar Jackson. Yeah. And so you have that tandem in Kansas City mm-hmm. that shows out. Yes. And that is the most it's, important thing. Then yeah. that defense, which is good and can shut down teams. It's, it's, it's the happen. same way that Brady and Belichick showed that the quarterback coach as opposed to Manning and whoever he had as coach, whether it be Dungy, uh, Fox, any of the guys. Yeah. Gase? <laughs> that was never his head coach. We'll get to that. We'll get to We'll get to that. Unfortunately, we have to pick his game this week. Uh, but, job. yeah, uh, the, the, the coach matters. And, I mean, Pat Mahomes has benefited from having one of the best, two of the best offensive minds in the league, in my opinion. Eric Bieniemy has shown again that how He'll be a head he coach doesn't need, how he isn't a head coach yet is beyond me. When Adam Gase gets fired... If that's, they don't go be enemy, it's a, it's a dumb yes, move. Yes, yes, especially with the arm talent that uh, Darnold has showed this year. He's made some silly throws. Yeah, and when and even like the, they finally said this week that the Jets are going to be watching 
Adam Gase. It's like just now, well, like you just weeks, got to this two point? weeks Seriously. ago. Their owner yeah. said he was an offensive genius. So yeah, exactly. That's, but that's what I'm saying. Like they said, like they went yeah. from offensive genius to we need to watch him, and it's like okay, cool. He yeah. might be the first. When he doesn't him. have Peyton but, Manning as his quarterback, he has his offenses are near the bottom of the league consistently. Uh, gee, Peyton Manning made coaches look good. Man, what weird. I really regret taking that bet on, <laughs> the, on the Jets this this past week. I was like, I was like, you bet twice on them, right? I did. <laughs> I bet twice on. We them. didn't make fun of you for that at all. No, not like, at all. not even I just a little like, bit. Totally <laughs> <laughs> that line had me cracking up. I was like, yes. Uh, literally, I was looking at it, and as I mean, that, dumb dumber, man. Come on. <laughs> as that line went up and up and yeah. up and up and up, I was like, I not say no. And then when they just got shellacked again, I was oh, just like, goodness. I should have said no. I should have said no. Moving on to the. Another big matchup that the Chiefs have coming up, the Buffalo Bills. They're legit. They're in the first two weeks of the season. I'm Okay, maybe. I think Uh, they're legit, The first two weeks of the season, they had closer than expected games against Mm -hmm. bad teams. Mm -hmm. This week, you can make a strong argument that they should have lost that game. I am higher on them than I was before this week, and I was the only one to pick the Rams Mm -hmm. in that game. And God... Darn it, if it wasn't for that stupid, dumb pass <laughs> interference call that didn't exist. Oh, my that gosh. That Grant, that, that was shit. pass interference. Was. I, don't, I don't know oh, if no, you're going to watch this or not. Grant but. has admitted to me that that is pass interference. Okay. You don't have to explain it to okay, me. Yeah. He's been like, yes, that was pass interference. Yeah, that, Minus that one call. Here's the thing. And both teams are kind of teams that I was like, uh, like I'm higher. I was higher on that on the Rams going into that game than the Bills. Obviously, I I'm still them. high on the Rams. I'm still high on the Rams. They the way they battled back into that game and should have won it. Like, we were down like what twenty Sean McVay at one point. Sean McVay is coaching his ass off yeah. out there right now. Yes, like that Absolutely. guy. And that was that was literally like coming into the season. I I picked the Rams finished last in the NFC West. And right. but the one caveat I had is this might be McVay's. What we're going to see what kind of coach he is. And, and right. man, and he NFC, is like, he's impressive. They could still finish last because the NFC West is incredible right now. Top to bottom, they won't because I think the Forty no. Niners injuries are going to catch up to him yes. eventually. But everyone, everyone in the NFC West has a plus point differential right now. Oh, yeah. It's the only division in football where everyone has Mm -hmm. a plus point differential. The NFC East is the only one with a negative point differential. NFC East, once again. Uh, Yeah, we all suck. We get it. Uh, <laughs> I'm still but, sticking but by the Cowboys going. No, I, I picked them to go to the Super Bowl. The, so. the, the funny thing is, the Cowboys have a better by like odds. The Cowboys have a better chance of winning their division right now than the Seahawks, apparently. Yes, They're, because the Cardinals have, and the Cowboys yeah. projected a 70 percent chance to win their division. Well, yeah, Seahawks has. When the Washington football team, the New York Giants, and the Philadelphia Eagles exactly. are in your division. I mean, it means nothing. It doesn't mean they're the better team or anything like that, but it's, it's really funny to look at can that. We, can and we I, start talking um, about Philadelphia right I now? Thank you. I just uh, was yes. about to go there. We, well, we've been, we've been talking about Carson Wentz's regression for a while. I want to, do you want to finish up on the Bills, though? Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, sorry. sorry, sorry yeah, yeah. The Bills, I still need to see more. I, yeah. That, how they play against, especially with how good defensively they are, how they play against the Chiefs in a couple weeks will be huge to me. And that's, and that's tricky, too. That's I mean, that's game. a Thursday nighter, too. Yes. So you're talking the quick turnaround, right. going to Buffalo. Right. That's, going I thought Buffalo. last night was a trap game for the Chiefs. Yeah. That game might be the trap game of the entire season. And mm-hmm. honestly, like, let's, let's talk about, like, Josh Allen could be Yeah, Josh MVP. Allen, let's if talk about If they come that. in 
If they come in and play very well and potentially beat the Chiefs, Josh, Josh Allen is jumping right into that MVP case. I did see I don't a, think they will. a Josh Allen <laughs> moment, though, that reminded me of when he had that oh, horrendous, the ridiculous yes. uh, pitch against yep. the Texans yeah. last yes. year. Yep. He did something similar again, and yeah. I was like, <laughs> there he is. Oh, okay, right. I knew you were still there. And I, I completely understand that mark on him, but in the same fact, that dude has – They are – Ball. This is oh, yeah. They're also he scheming has. to his strengths. Absolutely. And that's play action. Great they coaching. Fa- they have him with legitimate deep threat. Or a legitimate a, deep threat. A, a and two. Legit number one. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, because John Brown, like, people sleep on uh, him. John, John Brown's always been good. Yeah, like, he's, he's, a, he's, a great he's always been a solid, so Diggs, like, really good player. Quietly one of the best. We're talking about yeah. Diggs. Right, right. John Brown's not a difference maker on that team. Diggs is. No, Diggs is. Yeah. Like, that's what sets them. Cole Beasley. The paper boy. Yeah. <laughs> West Welker White He's bringing the sauce, man He's one of the best route runners in the league nice. yeah, He's bringing the sauce, problem. I like that nice. that's, No, that's his thing He actually he has his own sauce. hot sauce brand yeah. Oh, he shit Bees bringing the sauce right. It was a thing in Dallas That is awesome Touchdown celebration I need to get my yeah. hands on some of that sauce Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, they, they do have an incredible <laughs> receiving <laughs> core <laughs> uh, I was holding it together so well <laughs> They have an incredible uh, receiving <laughs> core Good running backs And they're playing to Josh Allen's strengths And it's it's great. It's I, great. Like it, it's it's good when the Bills are competitive and, and a good team, and them versus the Patriots. I still don't know how that's going to go this year. Uh, I had it penciled in as that was going to be the game of the week for me, uh, because as horrible as it sounds, I did I wasn't that big of a fan of the Dallas Seahawks game, which I thought could have been also the other game of the week. And it's really hard to game. decide between those two mm-hmm. because I the both, Bills games I mean, they were both amazing. they both came down to the yeah. wire. Both one on yeah. late Last touchdown drives, passes like, by potential MVP candidates. I, I mean, yeah, I was going to say, unreal. definitely your leader in the clubhouse. Right uh, now for MVP. With that said, Russell Wilson Let breaks Mahomes' cook. touchdown record through three games this season. He has 14, 14. I believe. 14. Did we? 14. No, I'm saying Mahomes was Mahomes. 13. Yeah. Yeah. Mahomes I was 13, so. yes. Uh, yeah, Russ played incredibly uh, also had the benefit of playing against the worst secondary in the he, league this he year. He could have had but six. <laughs> he could have had six. You, uh, I, I just, I look at this. Pete, but <laughs> Pete Carroll, it took Stephon you. Stephon Diggs, or Stephon Diggs. Trayvon. Trayvon Diggs. Yeah. With the defensive play of the year for the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those, those Diggs boys, they know what they're doing. Dude, those he's, honestly, he's going to be a really good player. He is. I'm, I'm very impressed really with Diggs football so sad. far. He should have been He should have been a one. Like He should have been a first-round pick. Yeah. So. yeah. Once, he, once he figures out. Positioning and actually like trying to read the pat, he'll be very good. Yes. He's been in position to make some plays this year. He should honestly already have like three interceptions on the season mm. that he just like didn't get his eyes around in time. And he had the one drop, right? Where it was like he had one in, drop yeah, if we in that game. Yeah, uh, in his hands. But like back with Wilson, I mean Pete yeah. Carroll, it took you eight years to figure out that hey, let's just let him sling the ball. Let's just see what he can do when you know you unleash him. So here's the thing: is like obviously we talk about all the different you know teams and which one's the best in the NFL. Russell Wilson is the best quarterback in the NFL this year. And Russell Wilson is probably one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. And you cannot deny it now. He has I, like, like he him, was last year, too. Him, he was a top three quarterback last year. Mahomes I are one and two. I yeah. literally I, I go I literally go Mahomes, one eight, one eight. Russell, right. Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, Deshaun Watson. Like that, those are my well and Aaron Rodgers, but no, we're not getting into that. But anyway, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely Mahomes and Wilson is one two in my opinion. Same. And it's again like one A, one B. Yeah. So they have what the other one doesn't have. The, 
Yeah. And it's weird when you say what the other one doesn't have because they still have that ability. Well, and, and the, only, the only reason I will put Mahomes ahead of what Russell Wilson is, Russell Wilson has had bad games in his career. you're a homer? Well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm... Yes. Admittedly ashamed. Congratulations, <laughs> Pat and Brittany. Home. I am so Patrick. Sorry, sorry, Mama Mahomes. I did not mean to say Pat. God, shit. Randy came after, came after last night. Did you see that? Uh-uh. Randy, Patrick's mom tweeted during the game is like, Ugh, if this Patrick. if this announcer keeps on calling him Pat instead of Patrick, I'm gonna lose. It's some, something along those lines. And during the game, and they actually put it on Patrick. the Monday night broadcast. Yeah. It is Patrick. So and that's. Pat. So, <laughs> Randy Mahomes is coming after you now, Aaron. All right, you 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 dug, your, uh, you yeah, dug yourself there. Uh, but yes, Mahomes and Brittany are having a baby. I that made that announcement just today. It. Just say it. I know you want to say it. Just say it. Heir to the kingdom. <laughs> and if boy or girl doesn't matter, if it's a girl, it's probably going to be the first female player in the history of the NFL. So, correct. Uh, I know Ty wanted to touch on the dirty play that happened during that uh, Seahawks game, Tristan Hill. Tristan Hill tackling Chris Chris Carson. Carson. Um, And it's not just because I'm a Chris Carson fan, because I love that story behind Chris Carson. Um, It's not even a homer. That's just. No, homer's the secondary running back in that system. He's a fantasy homer. Hey! I'm going to see how. Oh, man, that's worse than than my heir to the kingdom, dude. Speaking of (laughs) Travis Homer, let's talk about the U. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But later. Uh, (laughs) Our segues are great today, guys. Don't worry. So, anyways. Um, Chris Carson, uh, while like finishing a run, and yes, Tristan Hill had him completely wrapped up, completely alligator rolled, and twisted the knee, and it's obvious on film, completely obvious on film. And he it was also, a dirty play. Yeah, I'm the Cowboys fan. It was a dirty play. Yeah, it's. I think that that is one of the most despicable things I've seen because that is intentionally trying to injure another yeah, player, and. The way that he just, like, rolled and twisted the knee, like, mm-hmm. in the fact that you see, if you see the opposite side view of, like, Chris Carson, like, flailing over in pain after yeah. he's, like, you know, sprained his knee, there is no room in the NFL for that. Absolutely not. You should Absolutely been, You should not. be suspended for one game. That right? is, The like, fact that's, that it's just going to be a fine pisses me off. That's beyond Bush League. Yeah. Like, that's... This is a, I mean, coming from the Cowboys fan, he, this is a kid who barely saw the league last year, trying to make a name for himself, got vaulted into the starting lineup. Without a preseason, without mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. a lot of people were ex- su- very surprised to see him in the starting lineup, and really needs to prove himself as a D tackle for the Cowboys. And then you pull something like that early in the season. Uh, I saw that Mike McCarthy came out and said that there was nothing malicious about it. That's that's bullcrap. Bull. Uh, I mean, you're 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 protecting your guy. I get yeah. it, but yeah, you don't want to believe that your guy would. And from everything I know, like Tristan Hill is actually. Really nice kid, yeah. very well respected by his coaches, works hard. But, like, you can't watch that on film and not think that he did that on purpose. Oh, absolutely. Like, he, he was trying to injure a player who was gashing them. Right. Or Seattle's run game was getting any, pretty much anything it wanted from the Dallas defense, which shocking. Uh, <laughs> but you, you just can't have that. And I, I agree he should be suspended. The yep. fine, what does that do? Right. Like, yeah, how, is that really that much of a deterrent? No, no, no it's it's not going to teach him a lesson at all. And honestly, he got unfortunately his payback later in the game. He cost us two points. Seattle mm-hmm. uh, Russell threw the ball out of the back of the end zone, and then he late hit Russell. Right. They got a second chance at it, got the two point conversion. 
didn't matter overall, but it, it's a huge swing at right. that point in the game. The Cowboys could have went downfield to score to win instead of tie. Well, right. and, um, and we discussed before the show that this, this can be this, – this is not a smart thing to do because no. it, we've seen – malicious acts like this that it's clear just mm -hmm. dirty football Hainsworth. tank careers albert hainsworth uh, uh vontes vontes perfect i mean mm -hmm. these guys all of a sudden Not yeah you get that yet. you get that no. black mark on your record and you'll say it'll fall you, you, if yeah. if you and yeah, you're right it, even if there isn't malicious intent on something because i do think some of sue's stuff was accidental but he doesn't get that benefit yeah. of the doubt anymore because there were a few you, clearly malicious intent plays in yeah. his career and nobody's willing to say well no yeah. like all of a sudden the officials yeah. are watching you a lot yeah. closer i mean that's yeah you're, you're gonna you're, get yourself thrown out of games mm -hmm. for you stuff that you deserve to have the refs have his hand in the pocket while watching. Like, yeah 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 like, you deserve and he will be yeah and you saw it the rest of that game like any time yeah. that something the cameras were on him mm -hmm. yep uh seeing his reaction to certain things it's just unfortunate. Cause, I mean, Chris Carson, like you said, it's an incredible story, and he doesn't deserve to have that happen to him by anyone. But well, let's just hope he. You know, let's just hope he. Something like that. Something. Yeah, he's late. Like super late. Six round pick. That, like, just you just got to hope that there's some growth that comes yeah. from this. Absolutely. That, you know, you, you learn and you grow, and and just just you know be a better better yeah. person. So don't yeah. do that. But a uh, great story that did come out of that, out of that game. Still from the same the same side of the ball. The Cowboys actually have this the. Sack leader in the NFL, Alden Smith, oh, revives yes, his career yes, five absolutely. years out of the game. Local kid out of Kansas City, actually two times yep. uh, connected. Went to Mizzou. Yeah. But oh. he also is from Cedar Rapids. He lived yeah, in Cedar Rapids. Oh, wow. Iowa okay. okay. Uh, moved to Raytown, uh, Missouri. Was a Mizzou kid. Uh, was the best defensive end through three years out of a very impressive defensive end draft class or pass rushing draft class that included Von Miller and J.J. Watt. Right. Uh, they're okay. They're okay. But he was <laughs> blowing them out of the water statistically through three years. Yeah. yeah. And he comes back after five years of not being in the league, and he's leading the league in sacks. Mm -hmm. Is it so weird that two defensive ends that are out of Mizzou have had those issues? Because Alden Smith. Right. Alden Smith, Calvin Harris. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, not say anything about the program. I went there. Hey, what's up? I had three drinks in front of me. But, uh, drunk. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, he's, I mean, Alvin Smith's issues are well documented. It, right. His was alcohol related, also drug related. Mm -hmm. uh, but the bigger issue from what Jay Glazer and everybody has said was the alcohol. And he's been clean and sober for over a year, well over a year now. Yep. And he's a hard worker, obviously, to be out of the league, 31 I, years old, out of the league for five years, five and come years. in. And I, if you watch him, he's not just the best defensive lineman for the Cowboys right now. He's the best defensive player for the Cowboys overall that's, right now. And that's he's a huge statement. playing incredibly. What did you say his protection was? Uh, right now he's at four sacks for three games. That projects to 21 and a half sacks. 21 and a half sacks. I mean, it's not. That's only why. Like, that's only, yeah, like only a sack, a sack and a half off the record. Is it? Yeah. yeah. 22 yeah. and a half, I think. And will he keep that pace? Probably not. But his chances of being in double-digit sacks after five years not in the league is incredible. He has... He has, what, 13 games to get six sacks to get to 10, which I know his contract is very incentive-driven, so that's, that's I mean, huge he's, for him. He's, he's his extension's going to come. And, and the thing is, they're going to have to double-team him. For sure. That, yeah. That's right. that just oh, what it, comes down to it. But in the next few – well, the Cowboys get another great story and right. Randy Gregory back in three weeks. Yeah. So 
they're not going to be able to double team him. They have, they already have Demarcus Lawrence. Well, they can. Oh, they also have, yeah, Demarcus Lawrence and uh, Everson Griffin. Griffin. Yeah, thank you, Griffin. Like, yeah, they're they they are going to try to, but they, that just leaves rushers. other guys. Like, yeah. yeah, the pass rush hasn't exactly gotten going. Really, and Alden Smith's the only one producing, but it's going to be getting going. And yeah. Good luck when it does. And it, it is really cool, too, that you say that it is to, like, guys. potential redemption stories mm -hmm. there. And yeah. I'm sure that Randy Gregory is probably leaning on Alden Smith a great deal. And just mm -hmm. kind of a, a, hey, I did this, too, man. Mm -hmm. I get it. Like, here. like Randy Gregory was in the Byron Smith draft class. Byron, or, By, yeah, or Byron Jones draft class. Byron Jones has already moved on to another team. Like, the Cowboys have never given up on Randy Gregory, and it's been six years. Like, and he's played less than two full seasons. Maybe it's maybe That's, it's Nebraska is actually the program that we need to be watching. Oh, there's, there's, there's some problems. Sue, Sue and Randy Gregory. Incogni or, yeah, incognitos from. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. Like, yeah. And Randy Gregory, it's not mo so much attitude. It was honestly just the marijuana issues. Yeah. And that's – you can't be suspended for that anymore. This is depression-driven. Yeah. He uses the marijuana because of his depression and anxiety. It's something that he should have never been suspended for. The league needed to grow up, and finally it did. Yeah. And – it's it's great that two guys are going to get to potentially have their big breakout seasons again, mm -hmm. and the Cowboys are probably going to have to make a decision at the end of this year on yeah. which one they want to keep. I, yeah. Actually, they signed uh, Gregory's agreed to an extension. He's there yeah. through next yes. season. Yeah. So but Griffin's just on a one year deal. Griffin's right? on a one year deal. Alden Smith is on a one year deal. He'll get an extension. I I assume I, too. I, with I how would well assume he's between played. the two of them. Yeah, it'd be Smith. But. Uh, yeah, some potentially great stories in Dallas because that defense needs it because Dak's getting let down big time. That poor guy. He goes for 450-plus two weeks in a row, and look at the games that he's had to play. Just, final drives. That yeah. Finalize. He puts his team in a position to win. One, one of the times he wins, one time he loses because the defense let him down. But, so we're talking about the end-of-the-game losses. I think mm -hmm. that we need to now. Yeah, that's actually next on my list. The Atlanta Falcons became the first team ever to lose two weeks in a row after leading by 15-plus points in the fourth quarter. Last week, they had a 99% win probability in the fourth quarter. This week, they had a 98% win probability in yep. the fourth quarter. And they lost both games. Yeah. Being the first team ever to lose 30, a game where you score 39 points and have no turnovers last week was one thing. Then following it up by having another 99 98% win probability and losing again to Nick Foles. What? What? <laughs> I mean, I, I, oh man. What in the actual yeah. fuck? Dude, ever Dick since, Nick. ever since that big dick Nick. <laughs> big dick Nick. Big dick Nick. It's a real thing. <laughs> he has that big dick energy, man. He just comes in and he just it's, goes. It still blows my mind that he was a backup for the Chiefs for a year. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, 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 saw the field for one game. Yeah, right? one yeah. game. Yeah, he started yeah. one game when Alex was hurt. Yeah. God, it's what an incredible career arc that he's had. Beat out by Gardner Minshew. Beat out by Trubisky, technically, before the season started. Beat out by uh, Carson Kept Wentz. Kept on getting beat out by Carson Wentz, yeah. Who will talk about more uh, in a bit. I might throw and, the microphone. <laughs> hey, we're all there. This is just confirmation of something that a few of us have thought for a while. Carson Wentz is uh, negative. But, yeah. yes, Atlanta. It's, I shouldn't it's time have to move on from Quinn. Yes. Ever since that, that Super Bowl, the, when stuff like that happens, teams don't ever recover. They never Atlanta has back. not been back to the playoffs since. No. They've had those two collapses just this year. 
Matt, they've wasted some very good years of Matt Ryan. A top 10 quarterback in the league in Matt yes. Ryan. A top He's five receiver in Julio Jones. Uh, another top 10. I would say top 10, 15 receiver in yeah. Calvin Ridley. Yeah. Yeah. Calvin Ridley, Calvin Ridley needs to be. Lights out this year. He needs to be put in the case for one of the best route runners in the league, by the way. Oh, absolutely. Um, absolutely. 100%. I mean, they've had great running backs. They've had good defensive talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, I mean. Say what you want about Todd Gurley's knee. That's another Todd team. Todd Gurley is. Still a good. That's team another team that could back. use the enemy. That is very true. Very, very true. If they you want to turn enemy, something around, give me that's there. actually with those receivers. Whoo! That might be that might be one of our predictions right there. <laughs> his prediction, but I, I'm I'm on board. Hey, I, like I want him. I I want the enemy to succeed to go to a yeah. team <laughs> where he can succeed because honestly, too often in this league. Blackhead coaches get put in situations where they are where not they're going to be a scapegoat. To Todd Bowles, the Jets put him in no position to succeed. At Van, any point. Van Joseph in, in uh, Vance Joseph, yeah. I'm sorry, Vance in Denver. Yeah, there's ah, Adam Gaze. There, I want the enemy to go to a good situation. And when I said the Jets and our, I thought about him like that's not an organization I want dealing right. with the enemy. I like no, the quarterback not. talent for him, but that's an organization that is bad from the top, top to down. bottom. Uh, they just happen to have a good quarterback talent that needs to get the heck out of there as quickly as possible. Yeah, I, like yeah. I mean, he's already thirty-five. Like, there's not not a lot of time left. So, thirty-five. Wait. Oh, sorry. Jets. I was still thinking Jets. that. Line. <laughs> oh, I, was like, I was like, I was like, wait, what? The, what? Yeah, he. Uh, yeah, he <laughs> aged a lot. Wow. Sorry, Mormon? I'm still stuck on Matt. I'm still stuck oh, on, uh, on 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 the good. Falcons. So, Darnold. I was. About to, I honestly was about I was to shit. I was like, like Darnold is, he... is 35. No, I literally. I literally went off on a. I literally went off on a trance sitting there feeling bad for the fans of Atlanta. So, is he Brandon Weeden? Is that who he is? But yeah, get the enemy to Atlanta. That's the guy who I think can turn that around. Mm. Uh, Chiefs coaches, Chiefs assistant coaches, doing very well overall at the pro level. Pro level. Uh, <laughs> is there another level? Wait, which which Chiefs coach is doing well at the pro level? Uh, Peterson honestly has done some this year uh, and, outstanding. Yeah, and Nagy. Don't blame Peterson for his quarterback. Nagy's fine, but Nagy's done really well with the bad with bad quarterbacks. I'll, Peterson I'll, has done well. I'll wait in until of a lot of injuries. I'll wait until we talk about he the won Eagles a Super for me Bowl to say Tom say my Brady with the he did. quarterback. He did. He is doing an incredible yeah, job the big in dick, Philly. Man. He's doing big dick Nick. Yeah, <laughs> big dick Nick. <laughs> big dick Nick. 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 God damn it! All right. <laughs> But yeah, you can't take away from what Doug Peterson's done in Philly. You this is true. With a this team is true. And never won. I'll, I'll mention when, when, we talk, when we talk to Philly Cincinnati. We will I'll, talk. I'll, I'll, I'll get into that. Screw it. Let's talk to that now. Philly Cincinnati. My next thing was the Titans COVID stuff. We can talk that in a little bit. Philly. The Carson Wentz regression has gotten to a point where they need to make a decision at quarterback series. And this, he led them yeah. back, and it was cool that. Then they went to overtime and played for a tie. Did, yeah. And this is and this Did, is something that where I t- I texted you guys last week when I was in my quarantine waiting for my test results to come back and and mm-hmm. like the I what the hell has happened to that guy? Like what do you you, mean? you looked so good in the 2017 season before so he, he got hurt. So he's been good for 12 games. Yeah, 12 games. That's it. But how his, how his do you regress year, that bad? His rookie year not very impressive. No. No. Second year that's 2017. Yeah, but he, he was, he was like MVP injury. level right. worthy. Correct. But good injured, weapons. Good weapons. Since then, garbage. Not very good. Absolute no. dog shit. Yes, has made the, made the playoffs last year with a lot of bad talent around him. That's great. That was in the worst division in football. Congratulations. Yeah. This year, Ugh. 
Yeah, well, I, were, I saw a stat. <laughs> Russell Wilson could throw 46 straight interceptions and still have a higher com- higher quarterback rating <laughs> I mean, than Carson Wentz. But that's the reason why they went out and got Jalen. There's also rumors yeah, out there that they, they might. Like, when you see how much they're sticking up for Wentz, I don't buy that. <sighs> there was they also are still, oh, Wentz is our guy. He's there was a rumor, though, that they were going to make a play for Foles and try to bring him back. And so, obviously, think, that was I before this last week when Trubisky got benched. Good backup. Mm, yeah. They do. I think that that was their mindset, and they didn't think, like, oh, Jalen's going to have to play a lot probably yeah. this year if we're going to be able to compete at all. I don't think that they're going to compete regardless of who's quarterback. I don't think that the talent on that team is that good right now. There's I mean, no Aguilar's like Aguilar's coming back hopefully in a couple weeks. Aguilar and, is a Raider. Uh, and with uh, all with all Sean, all Sean's with all the injuries, you kind of have to at some point take a look at the Jay training Sean staff down. too. Did it's like what the hell? Have you guys seen the percentage of of uh, targets that Alshon has had deemed uncatchable? In it, yes. Like in his career in Philly, yes. it's unreal. Yes. It's like 45% of the passes yes. that come his way are deemed uncatchable. People Yikes. put it <laughs> as a knock against Alshon Jeffrey. No. It's not no, against Alshon it's Jeffrey. The Alshon Jeffrey is uncatchable a, throws. A that's on the receiver. quarterback. Alshon, Alshon Jeffrey produced when Jay Cutler was his quarterback. Like, right? He's a good receiver. He's a very good receiver. Yeah, Cutler had good talent around him, and it showed. Yeah. Like, this is showing that the quarterback's the problem. Yeah. Mediocre quarterback. There has been times per- when Carson Wentz has had good receiver talent around him. Yeah. Wide receivers can perform and with it doesn't- mediocre quarterbacks, but mediocre yes. or yeah. Sorry, no. Uh, mediocre wide receivers. If you have a good enough, yeah. yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, something like that. But <laughs> that it, one with, with the Eagles, and this is where I, I'm going to disagree with you, is because yes, Doug Peterson has he's proved his medal in this league. He's he's earned his place uh, as a as a Super Bowl winning coach, you know, and he, he's nice. done some great work. But what I saw on Sunday appalled the football purist in me. Punting. 19 yeah. seconds to go, and you're lining up for a 59-yard field goal, and you decide to call a timeout and send in the punter instead. 50, yeah. that, that's your 0-2. You're facing the at 0-2 least, Bengals. Yeah, at least try to go for the field. Even if you don't get it, who cares? That's where I, don't, I, 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 I literally immediately. leg hit that earlier field goal, which right. was 54, with at least five yards to spare. Even if you just don't give him a shot, if you don't get it. Who cares? You're and, in overtime. And at right. that point, at that point, Which you just you're a bad team. And you just showed like because because with with the, if they missed the field goal, what that probably that whole ordeal or that whole situation would have taken probably five six seconds off the clock, maybe seven. Right. So they you would have had twelve seconds, seconds left yeah. to They're defend not. 60, 60 yards. If you can't defend that. You don't deserve to. No. Yeah. And that was position. that was literally that's the epitome of punting on the season. Correct. Right then and there, and that was where. What happened to the coach who called the Philly special in the right. Super Bowl a few years ago? He knows that he doesn't have a, a quarterback that can execute anything like that right now. But even then, you yeah. gave up. You just, you just showed your defense. You have no faith in them. I, you mean, showed, I mean, you showed your offense. You have no faith in them. Like the that, that, was, and that's where throw it into the fucking end zone. That's where. Yeah, this that, this organization is in shambles. Yeah, like, goodness gracious. I was I was honestly hoping going into this dynasty draft season. So I had Carson Wentz as my quarterback. I ended up getting able to draft Tua. So I got Tua, and I ended up having to pair it with Jalen Hurts because I needed to make sure that I solidified a backfield. Yeah. But in the same fact, I'm not confident. I've never been confident in Carson Wentz, or I was confident. I'll take that back. I was confident, but now I'm completely weighing in on that. But in the same fact, like, 
have Jalen Hurts, the quarterback he's going to replace, and the quarterback that replaced him. Exactly. And yep. I'm just hoping his, that his time came and wins. You went full circle with Jalen Jalen's career there. I'm actually really glad you guys missed that one. What? What'd you say? I uh, nothing. All right, I'm going to play that back later. Uh, <laughs> all right, I may have just said his time came and wins. Uh, we, hey, we get the Wentz jokes here, okay? You get to walk away from them. All right, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> from Wentz he came. Uh, he came and he Wentz. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We are Next topic. Yeah, uh, moving on. Uh, big news. Uh, first real COVID threat that we've had towards the NFL came out today that uh, three players and five personnel for the Titans tested positive. They are not allowed to do any team activities in person until Saturday, which is the day before they play the Steelers. They have literally zero on-field preparations for a team that's pretty hot right three now. and O Steelers. The yeah. three and O Steelers. Uh, that's three, the only three and O matchup to a uh, matchup of three and O teams this week. So. Yep. Right. Yeah. So better than your Steelers. It's going to be interesting to see how the league handles this. Uh, do you go ahead and let, let these teams play when one team isn't going to be able to prepare on field? Or are you going to postpone the game? I've seen a lot of things thrown around. I don't know what the right answer is. Nobody does. Uh, yeah. Baseball had a built-in, like, you can play two baseball games in a day. You can't play two football games no, in a day. absolutely not. Uh, you can See, barely play two football games in a week. I think it's weird because the NFL made that statement where basically it was, if you have a full team that can compete, you have to compete. So even if you have mm. three people out and you have three people that can fill the position, you're going to have to play that team. I think that... They have to they test them that. multiple times to make sure that there's not more people that right. test positive because you have, can have false negatives mm -hmm. and false positives when mm -hmm. it comes to testing for COVID. So I think it's a process that they're going to have to feel out. As This is the first real threat that they've had. So how okay. they handle this is going to be probably standard for how they handle it going forward. Yeah. The only thing is, like, what is the right answer? I don't think a team not getting to have on-field preparations is even fair. Not at all. Uh, Not at you all. You almost have to postpone it, but unless, like I was saying earlier to you guys off camera, unless the other team has the same bye week as you, how do you make that work? No, there, there's so many. When it comes to yeah, when it comes to it, like I, I do not envy the person, the people who create the NFL schedule. Like, that is that'd be such a headache. We're gonna get into the effects college football because we talked about yeah. this. Notre but Dame. are you gonna have no, not Notre Dame? Other things with conferences, okay. differences in. Games played. Gotcha. Because uh, we're going to have that in college. But do you almost just cancel the games and go based off of winning percentage at that point? How is that fair? No. You can't. But you can't eliminate these teams from the playoffs for missing one game. And yeah, and that's if they, like if if the Titans go four or uh, let's say twelve and twelve oh, and three. Twelve and three. And. I mean, you, you can't can, say that they're not as good as a team that you went can, thirteen and three. Because like, yeah, and, and you game. can also you can also claim in, in a season with as as grueling and mm -hmm. and exacting on these players as an NFL season is. Right. That's basically you you got gifted a bye week. Correct. And so yeah. and I, that, I that's competitive. That's a competitive advantage. I get yeah. doubleheaders in baseball. Right. Completely get doubleheaders in baseball. You can't do, or you shouldn't do, double headers. No, you can't. In football. No, it's literally no, they it. again. The, CB, the, they, they, the players' association won't allow that to happen. Yeah, no, and I mean they're already fighting the fact that they do Thursday night games. You right. know, three days, exactly. three days. Fire safety so. will not like there. Yeah, there's no. There's way. no way. So, and that's not even in question. I'm just saying, do you postpone it? How do you make that work when the teams don't have the same bye week? Do you just cancel the game? 
Like, it, what is the right answer? What do you like? Do you give them both? I don't. A tie? I just don't think. No. You can you, no. Like that's not fair to the team that doesn't have that does have time to prepare. And here, here we are in 2020. This is a talking point. Like this is this is it's just un, unreal. This is, this is such a standout season that we're not probably going to have to deal with it ever again after this year. So honestly, long term effects. Like who cares overall what they decide? Honestly, the best case would probably just be canceling games with how short the season is. Probably. It's because I mean winning percentages already factored into how you make the playoffs and stuff like that yeah. anyways, how you win your division. As long as it's not a division game, because that's one of the first things on how you determine who wins, mm-hmm. well, overall record, then division record, then, like, but it's, I don't know, like, it just sucks. Like, right. I, we are going to technically pick that game in a little bit, but we don't even know if it's going to be played. Yeah. So, Yeah. Yeah. There's that. So this Yikes. issue that we knew would eventually come up in the NFL. It's here. I mean, it, it, t- it took, took until, here, you know, here. the precipice of uh, week four. So that's, you know. Yeah. Going into week four finally happens. But, and it's, glad, it's, it's good that it's happening now instead of, like, later in the season. Because yeah. that's even more of a clusterfuck. Because then you have teams like, well, we can't cancel the game because we're one game out. Yeah, exactly. and we need I mean, that. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah. I mean, that's situations that we could be dealing with. It's, later really, the season, sounds, it's really lucky that it is the Titans and Vikings because the Vikings. The, not well, saying they're not. And the Vikings, yet, the Vikings don't game. have to sit till till Saturday, is what I know. Right. They do have to sit today, but I think yeah. that's just to make sure to do tests on everyone. Yeah, they, yeah. The, I know that. Yeah, facility yeah. shut down. I think today and maybe tomorrow, and then I yeah. think they're done. Um, and there's. Uh, yeah, that, that's like the game that's for sure going to be back on. Right. But we're not sure about the Titans. Because there's, there's been no positive right. tests on the Vikings coming out of this so right. far. So. Correct. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, we'll give you updates on next week on how that goes with what the protocol is going to be yep. for the NFL with this. Because we don't know. Nothing's been explained yet. I'm sure we'll have more answers today, tomorrow, sometime. But it's, it's going to be interesting to see how that's handled. Because like we said, two, three, and O teams, that's huge playoff implications mm-hmm. potentially down the line. Absolutely. Uh, seeding, especially with there being an extra playoff team yep. this year. Uh, Stupid. But, it's, yeah. <laughs> Let's move on to our picks. Uh, like I said, Duncan's in first place with 13 and 5. Ty's in second place with 12 and 6. I'm in third place with 11 and 7. Very close. I hope it stays this way because that will make <laughs> everything way more interesting moving forward. Thanks, thanks, Houston. You had a lead not in a, Pittsburgh. Not as Jackasses. Exciting of a week, uh, picking games this week. No, and last week, I mean, it's an anomaly. We had a lot of cool. That matches. was a really know, good week. A lot of I'm excited for Thursday night football. <laughs> yeah, I've let's never, start with that. I've Broncos never been and Jets. More excited. Do you? Think we've who? we've committed to picking primetime games, and this is not to our this is not to our favor this week. <laughs> I like Dick Fangio a lot as a coach. I think that he's been dealt a bad hand as far as like. What's his going team? on with his quarterbacks? Uh, no, I think there's a lot of talent on that team. Yeah, except the offensive mean, line. Injuries. Except the offensive line. Offensive uh, and the quarterback team. got hurt. But oh, even then, my. Even then, uh, Garrett Bowles had played, has been playing a lot better than he has yeah. in past he, years. Yeah, he did not play uh, four bowls last year. He's playing really well. Yeah. Like, not as hor- not not just not as horrible. He is playing well yeah. this year. Yeah, that's He's that not is, holding on every single play. <laughs> Which, I mean, we, I I think think we all – calls of anyone in the league last year. And I'm pretty sure all three of us wrote him off before the season. I know I certainly did. Oh, absolutely. With their issues – he was, they're, like, tackling people. They're, they're starting Ripien over newly picked up Blake Bortles going against Sam Darnold. Adam Gaze. I like Darnold, but I don't like Gaze. 
I think with <laughs> the this crappy of a matchup, I I have to go with the Broncos. I think there's just still more talent on that team, uh, and I like the coach more. So that's I, who I'm going with. In that. I, I don't like to admit uh, defeat very often, but nah. <laughs> I thought the Jets were going to be like a 500-ish team because of how they played down the stretch last season. And I was texting them last week that, my goodness, I could not have been more wrong. Like, absolutely just I whiffed on that one so badly. Adam Gase is a train wreck. At least they, you can still make the case that they're not the worst team in New York. The Giants just lost to a team that's without their quarterback, their starting running back, to a defensive end, a D-tackle, multiple wide receivers, their star tight end, multiple offensive linemen. Even if New York is allowing fans, are they going to show up? (laughs) And they got their asses kicked. Now it's my turn. I don't like to admit that I'm wrong. Ever. Ever. But I bet twice on the Jets last (laughs) week. (laughs) And you, here you are, and completely redeemed And who? <laughs> Let's see who gave you the business. Oh, we gave wrong. you the business, brother. Oh man. Um. Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and pencil in the Broncos here, but hopefully are it has you, an eraser. Going Broncos too, right? I'm going yeah, Broncos. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're all. I'm so. Brett Rippin, buddy. I'm ready to see the yeah. Boise State product. Let it rippin. Let it rippin. Son. Yeah. He's he's got a pedigree. He is the not son. Sorry. The nephew of a Super Bowl champion quarterback. There like, you go. Let's see what he's got, man. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I. He threw one interception in the game this week. I think he's going to come out and be a stud. Yeah. I don't. I don't really know. Watching I don't care. Or or he's going to fail miserably and then that be the next Boise State quarterback to become probably, an offensive coordinator. He, honestly, he could potentially fail miserably and still win that game. Gosh, yeah. <laughs> he, he has to play mediocre football. Oh, to win man. That. The Jets. Uh, Yikes. That being said, I mean, we Ugh. way whiffed on our last Thursday night game, which all three of us. Man, and here's what I, I – I think it was in the group chat, not just the tie, but I was like, I think we underestimated how good Fitzpatrick is against, against bad, bad teams. teams. Oh, I was way overlooked for It was definitely yeah, group chat. And I, I definitely – I think I overview, or overvalued what uh, Minshew's been doing. I mean, I think I was – I think I, I was we smoking was whatever whatever Devin smokes when I was getting high on the Jaguars. So yeah. also uh, James Sorry, Robinson Devin. though, man, like I yeah. I really liked good how talent. he ran. Like I yeah. Southern I mean, Illinois product. He's yeah. he's looking good. I, I think he, I thought it was a cross between yeah. MJD and, uh, yeah, and that's and fair. Or, uh, yeah, guy said, from Buffalo for a little bit. Uh, what was his name? Oh, Fred Jackson. Fred is Jackson. Said. Fred yeah. Jackson. Yeah. Nice. The pride of Co College and Cedar Rapids. Co College. Yeah, I think I think he uh, definitely has a, he has a place in this league. Man. No, definitely. No, and but, but I I think this this game may have finally put to rest anybody saying is like, oh, Jacksonville could absolutely build around Gardner Minshew. No, no. Trevor yeah. Lawrence will be their quarterback next Easy. year. Mm. Well. If he's not, we'll see. I don't, I don't we'll know what's his but. name could replace him. The dude from Ohio State. Aaron couldn't remember his name last week. Uh, Craig mm. Krenzel. Mm, yeah, someone from it, Ohio State. It, it's, was it, it uh, Kirk Herbstreit? Uh, ch- oh, uh, uh, Troy Smith. Yeah, um, Brandon. Terrell Pryor. Uh, Ooh, thank Brandon you. Braxton Soybeans Miller. Field. Uh, it's Cardale it's Jones. Justin Fields. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. He just yeah. outstanding in the wilderness, just in fields. Yeah. I need to do less drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I might have to stop. I'm not I might have full laughed in that mic, and I feel really <laughs> No, that's fine. We can edit that, right, Crazy? Uh, anyways, next game. <laughs> Sunday uh, night. Yeah. Eagles versus 49ers. I'm going with 49ers. I think that their scheme is built to run, and I don't believe in fools at all right now. I think 
that they wouldn't have. Yay, there's another great primetime game. Eagles 49ers. This 49ers is what I see. Well, they're they're battered. They're beaten and battered. I mean, they're taking a page out of the Eagles playbook Honestly, right now. I, yeah. I'm What is wrong with the training staff in those two cities? I'll go 49ers on this one. I went 49ers, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Niners. I'm going to go Niners on this one. All right. Falcons-Packers on Monday Night Football. Dun, 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 Aaron dun. Aaron Rodgers is lighting it up. So is Matt Ryan, but Matt Ryan's team fails him every week. So do we it, it has to stop at some point, though, right? Actually, it not this week. Have to s- not this week. It doesn't. They, Actually, I think the, that they just lose outright. Go I, back. I don't, like, I don't think that they build a lead and lose. I think. Go back to lose. the last pick. I'll take the Eagles. You don't have to take Are they going to be up like 35-3 going into the fourth quarter and just that. somehow lose 38-35? to 35? Like, Ty's taking the Eagles. I'll That's take the fine. Eagles. I mean, I guess Dude, somebody had to. All right. No, you, like, like I said, like we're, our records are different now. That We can straight up pick the same games. Then Duncan will just win. <laughs> <laughs> what up? Uh, yeah, I'm going right. Packers. Yeah, I'm going Packers too. Uh, pack. Aaron, I'm, I'm still on board with the Aaron, uh, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers revenge one. tour this year, tearing up the league, and then demanding a trade out of Green I Bay. I would in the rather offseason. be wrong than to take. Although maybe not to Oakland now, or I'm sorry, Las Vegas. All right. Next up, Bills Raiders. Uh, Sunday afternoon game. Bills. I'm going Bills. Raiders. Ooh, Duncan. Going I Raiders. am going Raiders because I mean that was that was a tough one against New England. Last week, I mean, that was, that was they did hang in. New England played pretty well, and yeah, they hung in there. I think Darren Carr has Derek Carr. Sorry, that's a story of he has a brother named Darren. And uh, last year at the Raiders game, me and my friend Ponch, he was talking trash to Derek Carr, and the, there was a Raider fan next to us like, "You don't get to talk to him like that. No, you don't. I don't want to hear you say one more bad word about Derek Carr." And so he proceeded to then call him Darren, his brother, who is like a kind of a degenerate guy who just talks a lot of shit in Oakland. He's the Cooper Manning of the family. He's the Cooper Manning of the family, Darren. <laughs> and so literally the rest of the game, he's just like here someone I would like, get along with. Darren, Darren. So that's why I said Darren Carr. Sorry for the sidebar. But uh, I think Derek Carr might be back. <laughs> I think he's not, maybe not as good as he was looking in 2016. He's but the most comfortable I think in the he's, I think he, I think, yeah, I think he's gotten back into a better state of mind. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with, uh, with Las Vegas. I think there's the potential for an upset. Buffalo damn near gave up that game to the Rams last week. It's true. So. Very true. Also, I like to pick against you guys sometimes, you know. Yeah. Just, Me too. That's why I went for the Eagles. by the Bills, so they deserve my respect this week, so that's why. And I that's entirely fair. I think I'm that probably going to be wrong. I honestly do think that that game is going to be close. I'm probably going to be wrong. But but I, think, I think it's going to be close, too. But they deserve my respect so this much. week. I don't like so to be burned bad. by a team two weeks in a row. Then that's entirely so, fair. Right. Uh, speaking of teams that burned me last week, uh, Chiefs are playing the rootin' tootin' Cam Newton Patriots. Cam Chowder. <laughs> New England, Cam, Cam Chowder. Chowder. Is that the red or the white? That's the white. I can never remember that. Against the Chiefs two weeks yeah. in a row? What's wrong with you, Ty? I said it before the show. I'm going to say it again. I will not be burned by the Chiefs two weeks in a row. I might not be burned by the Chiefs the rest of the year. I think that this Chiefs team has the most legitimate chance to go 16-0 that we've seen since the Patriots. Or actually since the Cam Newton. Yes. Uh, they went 15-1. and And I am not picking against the Chiefs this week. I think that 
Cam and the Patriots is a good, great story, especially considering all the players they had to sit out, mm-hmm. losing their franchise quarterback. Belichick's coaching his ass off. Yes. Uh, so is uh, Josh McDaniels. Uh, in spite of me not liking two weeks ago the call on the goal line, I get it. Uh, but I think this will be a great game. But I'm picking the Chiefs. I do too. Uh, and I do too. Sorry, I was away from the like there. You're um, picking it. Homer pick. But, yeah, of course I'm going to pick the Chiefs, yeah. I mean, but I also think that there's this is a season where home field advantage isn't necessarily – doesn't mean what it used to. Right. But the Chiefs fans just – they get so damn loud, even if it's only 16,000 people. And I think that this is a situation where having home field could act, can still benefit. And yeah. Cam Newton has been a guy throughout his career that he definitely can get shaken sometimes. Yeah. And uh, thrown, off, thrown off his game. And Man. Arrowhead Stadium can do that. Speaking of that, like Cam Newton, it's amazing what great offensive coaching can do for a player. Oh and how that, like, the scheming that the Patriots do with Cam's running ability is so much better than what they did in Carolina. Yeah. Uh, like I said earlier, yeah, it wasn't his running that got him injured, but the way that they used him, he was always going to get injured. Mm-hmm. Uh, never built up the offensive line enough. Like he, he was taking a lot of hits in the pocket. Yeah, and the he was Patriots a lot of outside the pocket. Right. Yes. He was yeah. Just I, I mean, the Patriots receivers have played up. Uh, I'm very impressed with Nikhil Harry from what we've seen of. Yeah. Like, and we wrote him off at the beginning of this year. I, I saw. And here's I, the thing. I liked his, him. his his game I think. is interesting because I I I love him too. So. The, <laughs> One of the best hey. tweets I saw about him, they're like, he, he, he runs like a 35-year-old Larry Fitzgerald without, <laughs> <laughs> without, like, the veteran savvy. But, like, that's still a compliment. Yeah. Wait, Larry so Fitzgerald he... at 35 is still a very good receiver. Like, and okay. the kid has impressed this year. I was like, going to say he runs like a dad like Jason Witten. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Witten. Runs uh, like a dad? We're going to be able to. Ran like a dad? Speaking of Jason I mean, Witten, we're going to be able to measure that guy's. Yards after the catch and centimeters this year because oh, it's not going to be much. It's bad. It's bad. But I love the way the Patriots have schemed Cam. I just think that the Chiefs are just rolling. And I mean, they're, they're going to roll through this after team. after last night. Uh, I mean, because I, I I was definitely skeptical of last night. I was definitely nervous, thinking this is there's a good chance for the Ravens to finally get their moment. I know we already talked about you know the Chiefs Ravens, but yeah, I, after last night, I. I'm right there with you. I don't think I can ever bet against the Chiefs, and that's not a home, that's not the homer in me. That's not the Chiefs yeah. fan in me. That's just uh, I, I Patrick just, Mahomes is a complete different animal. I don't think like this would be if I could like honestly possibly the last game this season that I could pick against them and feel decently comfortable about it. And I'm not going to oh, do I, it because I, I was going to say this, game this game and the Buffalo game in two weeks. Yeah, that, right. I what? do not feel. Decently comfortable. No, and I didn't last week with the Ravens either. Like, like I didn't feel comfortable with that. I just wanted it to be a rivalry. Right. It seemed like, like given, given how, that. given and given how the first two weeks had played out, it definitely seemed mm-hmm. like Baltimore was the best team in the NFL. Yeah, and, no, they were the most efficient yeah. offensive and, was, and defensive team in the league. That like, was definitely a, a uh, you know Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes coming out I was like, child, please. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the last game that's going to count, we are going to pick a bonus game uh, just in case because it's a good matchup. In case it happens, but the last one before that, Colts versus Bears. Uh, I don't believe in the Bears. I think they're the weakest, by far the biggest imposter of the three and O teams. I'm taking the Colts. I just think they're a better team overall. I'm taking Colts too, because they're my screw it. I'm going Bears. Da Bears. 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 Duncan's going Bears. I like, it's got the Bears. Pull it's a sausage. Bears. They're gonna bratwurst. Who do you think Get-ka. wins that Get-ka. game? The Get-ka. Colts Get-ka. or a team of 
22 Dickas. Oh well, it's it's gotta be the, it's Dickas. <laughs> okay, so so who's gonna win? Hurricane Dick, Dicka versus the Hurricane. Who wins? Yeah, uh, it's the it's Dicka. But, but but the Hurricane's name is Hurricane Dicka. Oh. <laughs> Ty 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 and I just Ty and I actually dressed as the the Chicago Superfans for Halloween last Best year. Best Halloween costume when we were when we were and like I had I didn't have the beard I only had the mustache like I completely it was amazing. To this. I, I came grew, in that I grew and, my and Eddie too who's bartending out. now. Yeah, I, I was I, I grew came my in mustache out. Yeah. I mean, I had yeah. to get a fake mustache. Because I don't have one. Yeah, I, he can't I literally, facial hair. It's hilarious. I literally Look printed out. Look at us. <laughs> I literally printed it. out a picture of Mike Ditka and bought a frame at Walmart for it and had that behind the bar. You're basically the Chris Farley of this group. Yeah, probably. Because Farley didn't actually have ever have the facial hair. No, that guys no. Uh, but yeah, but golly, could he yeah, take down some polar sausage? Year, but, uh, yeah. So you're going with Big Dick Nick, and we're going with uh, <laughs> the guy that has 11 kids. <laughs> He's trying to build a football team that can win for him. <laughs> he has the starters. <laughs> All right. Uh, and the bonus game, boy, the oh COVID boy, game. Out the rails. That may or may oh, not COVID have. Game. COVID yeah. game. Bonus COVID game. Doesn't boom, count. Boom, boom. This game does not count towards overall record. We're just picking it because it's a fun matchup if it happens. Yeah. And it Two, might three, be and no teams. Time game because they might move it to Monday is apparently the rumor. Oh, yeah, that would be, yeah. That's possible. Uh, yeah, so Steelers versus Titans. I'm going to stick with the Steelers. I, I've gone with them, I think, every time that we picked, and I like, I like their balance. That's Dude, I, I love Big Ben, man. I think Big Ben's been playing. He's been playing well. He has been playing exceptionally well. well. Now, that, was an, yeah. that was another one I'll admit I was wrong. As I, and, well, I mean, he hasn't taken a big hit yet, so we'll, oh, we'll, right. we'll see. But, I'm still waiting for that. Um, but, no, he's, he's definitely at 38. He's definitely looked like he's rejuvenated. Yeah, he was and my so, uh, so, having said that, so I just yeah, actually I'm gonna go Steelers too. Yeah, just because even if they play on Monday, I think the time to prepare is just yep. gonna yeah. It's right. Yeah, if they play I, it, I really like the Titans. I really <laughs> like what Titans Mike Vrabel's doing. But do, if they do play this game on Monday and the Titans game. win, that's possibly one of the best coaching jobs ever. To not have your team be able to prepare on the field at all. Maybe a yeah. walkthrough on Sunday if they do play. And, and we, that's, Mike, that's impressive, but I, I have to go with that. And, I, and I think Mike Vrabel's good enough to win a Super Bowl someday. But, yeah, yeah this, this, sure. is, this is – they're, they're, they're behind the eight ball here. So. For sure. So, like I said, everybody's with, we're within, everybody's within two games of each other, so this is a pretty hotly contested uh, pick so far through three weeks, mm-hmm. going on four. Uh, moving on to college football, we got some fun two top ten upsets this week. We almost had a third. Almost, yeah. almost eliminated the Big Twelve from the playoff. Oh, man, week two, stupid Texas. or three, whatever it is. Uh, yeah, Texas. I was so excited <laughs> for the Texans or the Texas to lose. The Longhorns, yeah. Longhorns it's an incredible. Oh comeback. no, am I offending Texas fans right now? Oh I no, so, I. It was happening. It was happening. But just like the other team from Texas last week, uh, pro team, they came back from fifteen points down with not a lot of time left and won. The pro team. There's two. Tie. <laughs> uh, yeah, Are they so both garbage? We had K State Wildcats upset Oklahoma after being did down. That, how many happen? points? Twenty one. Yeah, we were down. 30, we were down thirty five fourteen. Came back to win thirty eight thirty five. Oh man! Unreal. Remember talking about last week how uh, K State just shat the bed. Hey! <laughs> oh, I I texted hey, them and I was like, oh, we're gonna get yeah. stomped. Here's the thing. Everybody, I wish we would have had Duncan on last week. Hold on. Everybody had K State as one and one through their first two games. 
everyone. Yeah. Just Nobody thought it'd be those this, two. Not in yeah. this order. And, <laughs> and opposite. And K-State, like, we really were just we, – we were up against the wall in week one. Yeah. I mean, we'd, we'd missed two weeks of practice, mm-hmm. and it, it just it, – there was just a lot of things working against K-State. And, but boy, oh, boy, did Chris Kleiman have them ready. Yeah, one, for Oklahoma. Oh yeah. one of my regulars pointed out that K-State always plays terribly in their first game of the year. Almost and always. Uh, like, we, whether they win North or Dakota lose. State, yeah. North Dakota State a few years ago. Yeah. Whether they win or lose, like, they never come out looking great. But they always adjust. Yeah. And, well, except for under that coach in between. Yeah. Well, we won't talk about him. <laughs> Anywho. But, um, you'll be okay, game. Duncan, I uh, promise. Spencer, Spencer Rattler was a little rattled. Hey, Maybe that, a little bit is that why you snake said, bit. Ooh. <laughs> oh. is, that why you, oh. is that why you said Spencler? Did I say Spencler? You corrected it. Oh. Well, I said rap. But anyway, yeah, because there, there was a point where he, I, I don't remember what, what the uh, completions to attempts were, but it was like 22 out of 24, and his only two incompletions were picks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he definitely showed himself being a freshman, or retro yeah. freshman, but right. definitely showed his inexperience in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Going to be a fantastic and, and, quarterback. And K-State but... deplete, oh, yeah. oh, and an yeah. extremely depleted secondary for Kansas State. Like, literally, as of uh, Friday, the day before the game, they weren't sure if they were going to have enough players to suit up for the game because of right. positive COVID tests. Correct. And so they barely were able to meet that minimum. And the secondary, like, they, they made some mistakes, but it was kind of a bend but don't break. Yeah. And, man, they made – there was McPherson, one of K-State's safeties. That kid played out of his mind. I really love that freshman running back you guys have. Thank you. Deuce Vaughn. Deuce Deuce Vaughn. Vaughn. Talk about a star in the making. I love anyone that goes by Deuce. I'm so excited for Vaughn. That kid, 5'5", 168 pounds, itty-bitty guy. But he had two catches, or four catches, like 123 yards. The way he moves, dude. Well, and they had another running back, too, who's also like 5'5", 5'6", Mosey. And he like they've got two speedsters in that backfield, and Skyward Thompson finally played up to his ability, and had himself his first 300-yard passing game of his career, yeah. which is crazy thing about as a senior. But that's just how I mean, K-State's offense has been. Yeah, he's more of a running quarterback. Anyways, yeah. like not overly surprised. I like the tight end too. The transfer from a Northern oh, Iowa. Oh, Riley Moore. I yeah, really, was, I really love the number zero in college football this year. Oh, dude, I've absolutely. Seen that. But he was, why. and he was also aesthetically be- pleasing. For he was best we friends. There was going to be zero college football. He was also best friends growing up in Lee Summit with uh, Skyward Thompson, though. <laughs> yeah, and so yeah. that was one of the reasons first Thompson like pushed for him for them the to. The first time right. they've actually gotten to play together. right? Yep. Yeah, yep. They, always, they played at different schools in high school and everything, and. That's that's always cool to see. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a, yeah, it's it's a good story, and so absolutely. it was definitely like Chris Kleiman's two and zero against Oklahoma. Right, like both uh, times Oklahoma being a top ten team. Oh, absolutely, unreal. That, that's something you like pin your note on. Is yep. The fact mm-hmm. that, hey, this team can upset this team. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, and then the other Big Twelve game, <sighs> Texas came back from fifteen points down in the fourth quarter uh, to beat Texas Tech, a team that struggled to beat Houston Baptist two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So, what's that say about the state of the Big 12 right uh, now? Oh, I don't feel good about it. I don't feel good about Duncan, the Big K-State's 12. in it. We're in it. Duncan, I missed the hand You're, signal that you were just trying to throw on the uh, table just a second ago. Oh, every day, baby. Every day. <laughs> Horns down, he says. Uh, honestly, yeah, like we've been – like Ellinger is a really good Big 12 quarterback. Produced a lot, but we've been waiting for – the moment, like yeah. the the moment for them to take the next step, unseat uh, OU. Yes, they've upset them, but not finished ahead of them in the standings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pretty much every year they have at Ellinger, 
not every year they beat them, but like they've been right there. And this could be the year with a OU having a freshman quarterback, but I don't feel confident still that they're going to get out undefeated and make the playoffs. No, because no, – and, and you see Texas has been waiting for a quarterback to truly ascend to greatness mm-hmm. ever since Colt McCoy graduated. Correct. And – yeah, it's, they, there's been five star recruit after five star recruit that is that is made that position. Up the number one quarterback, not for this and next, they next. they just can't do it for for a program that has the that makes more money than any other athletic department in the country. The country, mm-hmm. how you cannot and both football and basketball, yep. how you cannot field consistently competitive teams blows my mind. And have pro talent all over the field and court oh, yeah. on both sides. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, Big Twelve. I feel more confidently than ever that we're going to go another season without the Big 12 winning a playoff game. Oh, uh, yeah. Still the only conference that has not. Uh, Thanks. Really love that in. <laughs> Moving from Big a Big 12 boys. coach making his – a former Big 12 coach making his debut in the SEC, a coach that they always said, oh, he won because the Big 12 doesn't play defense and the Pac-12 doesn't play defense and all this. Mike Leach came in, Yarr. beat the defending champs in their – In a pirate. I don't. Th- I honestly can't remember if that was at LSU or, uh, but set the SEC single game passing record with transfer quarterback uh, KJ Costello, Costello. Uh, to Stanford. Holy! Six hundred and twenty-three yards and five touchdowns Holy in his debut. Holy crap! Yeah, uh, that game was awesome. LSU still has a lot of def- talent all over the field, def- offense and defensive wise. Uh, so for them to come in and beat them like that. Uh, Tremendous. Mississippi That's... State's a team I would compare talent-wise and what they like, what they rely on to Kansas State. Yeah, they're the farm school that gets a lot of right. uh, walk-ons and a lot of uh, lower-level recruits. Ole Miss gets far better recruits they than had, them yeah, that are looking for like, playing time. Absolutely, top conference. Uh, like Dak Prescott was not highly recruited. No, uh, nope. none of their star players recently have been highly recruited guys. So for Leach to come in in his first game as a SEC coach and set the single-game passing record and beat the not only SEC champs but the national champs, yes, they don't have Joe Burrow, they don't have Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, they don't have Justin Jefferson, but it's still impressive. It is, and LSU also did take a hit just the day before the game when uh, Derek Stingley – uh, their their top non, notch corner, yeah. who's probably going to be a top ten pick in the draft, non COVID related, and non COVID, re- yeah, it was yeah an illness, non COVID related. Yeah. But he when he had like, to come out yeah. just literally the day before the game, right. they, they announced that he was going to miss the game, and that's you're right. you're missing a shutdown corner. Yeah, I mean, that's right. you know. I mean led, led the, uh, the SEC in interceptions last year with yeah. six as a freshman. Like that yeah. kid's a prospect that we're going to be watching every year. the next two years, and uh, he's going to be a stud. It's actually. Random out of nowhere, his uh, his uh, grand or uncle is the Stingley that got retired uh-huh. uh, by a hit by Jack Tatum. Yep. Tatum, yeah, hmm. um, yeah, random. But cool. look up that story. Insane. Uh, kind of changed how the NFL is played nowadays. Mm-hmm. Died because later because of yeah. A long time later because of his injuries from it, right. but paralyzed him for the rest of his life. But Stingley, great player. Uh, a lot of fun college football coming up. Uh, another Derek King came out. Not that Florida Ooh, State man. is an impressive team at all. They have a long ways to go. But the U is back. Oh, they are. <laughs> They're, I, I feel more confidently than ever that the U can potentially compete with Clemson and the ACC. Somebody answer the phone. Answer the phone. 
This is a phone call in the background. I don't know where we're at. Um, should we wait or should we just talk through it? Let's talk through it. Let's talk through it. I'll just take it to go. I'll just take it to go order while we're you know while we're filming. So. Derek King, the fact that he wasn't already in the Heisman conversation in his career is unbelievable. Because last is. full season before this that he played, he had 50 touchdowns. Exactly. And uh, this longest, year, he just actually, actually, I think just his broke broke his streak. Uh, it ended of uh, consecutive games with a touchdown, rushing and passing. Worst game. Yeah. Well, the first game was technically his worst game statistically. He had like under 200 yards passing. Yeah. It, not that it was a bad game. Yeah. They they just showed the running game in that. Right. But kids and showing out every week. Game is amazing. Uh, honestly, He's just I don't think talent is the issue with Florida State. Like, if you watch them, they like they kept switching back and forth between quarterbacks. I just don't think they have figured out this coaching all, staff. Well, I was going to say, all, yeah, that's yeah, what I was going to say. Yeah, uh, coach was out. There's just a lot of stories going into that game that you know, like Florida State has a ways to go, and it's it's discipline, man. Like, you look at them, and they there's a lot of talent on the field. You can see it in flash plays here and there, but, like, they're just not disciplined. They need a coach that can. And that's, and that's something I'm not going to put any, any of that on Willie Taggart when mm-hmm. he was there the last couple of years because from a lot of the stuff that I think all, all of us have probably read is that in the last few years, Jimbo Fisher basically just let, like, he let Everyone the kids do what the hell, whatever well, the hell they wanted to. Oh, and then they switched to. coach the guy from Oregon that was there. Oh, yeah, for Taggart. No, Taggart, but uh, yeah. that's Taggart. where, and because uh, a lot of people said that, uh, who, who, were, who were privy to the situation, were saying that Taggart was basically, like, he was, he was screwed from the get-go. Yeah. So. Which I'm, I wasn't sold on him being an overly good coach no, anyway. Like, but. But, yeah, changing coaches that much in just a couple of years is not my not ideal. Mike Sorry, Norvell I'm trying to look up the name of the Mike, defensive back. For Mike the, Norvell has a lot of work to for do for Miami that has impressed me so much. Uh, Blades, uh, Blades, no, uh, not Blades. Oh. It's the corner. Blades is a safety because uh, Blades got the turnover chain yeah, the first game. Yeah. Baker, and that was seriously like one of the coolest things that I've ever seen because he got the first turnover of the season against Louisville two weeks ago, and they put the turnover chain on him. And what is that turnover chain is unfreaking real. That is such a cool thing. I, I love those programs. Literally, literally all of his teammates things. like had yeah. towels were like sitting yeah. like brushing him off and stuff. And that was that awesome. Sorry, Blades is the corner. I'm thinking or Blades is the Blake safety. Baker. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 dude. And not in this past game, but the game before. Oh. Every major defensive play that they had, big flash play, he was all over it. And mm-hmm. You need to watch. Like this kid yeah. can play. They, he's big body. Like he's a great defensive back. They this have some unreal talent in that secondary yeah. down in Miami. Yes. Right. College. Blades. Football. Yeah. Right. The, the two Blades of them. Blades the two of them are probably both yeah. going to be top 10, 15 picks in the draft. Yeah. Whenever, whenever they decide to. Al Blades Jr. Jump. I mean, Al Blades Sr. was a insanely like all time great uh, Miami legacy there. So. Yeah, both the Blades brothers, Brian Blades and yeah. uh, oh, I can't remember who the other guy was. Mm. Benny, Benny and Brian Blades. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, Miami has some studs all over the field. They have the best defensive end in the country in Rizzo. And that, uh, no that's contest. Miami is one of those. Harris. Miami is one of those. Is a, is a stud. One of those programs like a USC or like an Ohio State Sleeping or a Florida down. that yeah, when you get the right. Right the right coach. staff in there. It's going to take that. Off. It's just yeah, it's a sleeping giant. Exactly. Yep. That was that was the the right term there. <laughs> yeah, I I mean I'm not 100% sold on Manny Diaz yet. We haven't seen him win no. big big games yet. Yeah, the hell of a defensive they had, coach. But they had the big ranked matchup last week 
not this past week, the week before. They Louisville. did win that, but uh, it's I'll, early in the season. We don't know what each team is yet. And we don't. I was going to say Louisville doesn't necessarily look no. as good as what their ranking was. Right. Not at all. Not yeah. At all. I, I mean, we're going to – will they get blown out against Clemson? Will they keep it close? Can they upset them? Mm-hmm. That's going to be what tells the story of this Miami yeah. team. I just really love what Derek – Derek King brings to the table. He's he, he's so much the modern quarterback. He is definitely he, he's showing that he made the right decision with what he right. did. Yes. And I know you guys mentioned it last week where it, it may have come across as selfish or or something like Good. that, you know, but it was the right decision for your future. you're a young man. It's your future. It's yeah, exactly. Future, man. Do what you want. Right. To play and for a team that's going to get you the respect you deserve to go into the NFL. Yeah. Right. What and here's something I want to bring up with the the Heisman hype that he's getting and the the hype that they will be getting all year and until they play Clemson. They're in the opposite division as Clemson, so they right. – I don't think that they play them in the regular season. They would Not have to play them in the, in the ACC championship. I don't, I don't think yeah. they right. I don't think they do. Yeah, I think they're in the opposite division. Back in But the Heisman, the Heisman hype's interesting because we did find out that the Pac-12 is going to also play uh, this week. Seven games. Seven game schedule. Big Ten's going to play Seven an eight-game schedule. Games. How does that affect the playoff standings, the Heisman – Stuff like because you're going to have these guys that build up Heisman hype for the next month, and then these other conferences start playing, and then all of a sudden Justin Fields is going to build that up, and it's it's just going to be a really interesting field because the like there's going to be guys that stop playing and are waiting for the playoff, and then these Big Ten guys are I still go in and I hadn't even considered like when it comes to trophies and yeah. awards. I really like, hope I've literally only thought about it in, in, in the context yes. of the college football playoff. And because how in the hell could you have too. a 7-0, and say USC goes 7-0, and and does that team get in over Probably. a 9-1 and uh, big, t- like Ohio State team or something? The, the fact like, that it'll how, be the how last can you football they see, I mean, for, for me, like the I fact said, that it'll be the last football I see means that I think they're going to go with those teams that play last, which is going to really suck because they might not be as good as that. I don't think they'll Especially necessarily like go with those. Like it's, I don't think that like the real standout teams from like the SEC are going to suffer. It's the teams like that are fringe. Like he said, if you're a one-loss team in the ACC or Big 12. And you or, lost a month and, and a half beforehand. Yeah, and your loss <laughs> was – Say it was, say it is Oklahoma. Say from here on out, they blow everybody in the Big 12 out, just hypothetically speaking. Do, are they going to get punished and say, yeah, an undefeated 7 and 0 USC team gets put in ahead of them? I, and I said it, I, I think that, especially in the Pac 12, a team that goes undefeated is going to have to really impressed for them yes. to get, make the playoff. Like, right. Yeah, you're, ta- you're, Seven you're talking games, about blow, you blow, yeah, blow lots across out. the board. That's what's going to have to take. Yeah, and I just don't think any team in the in sorry for the weird the pace on the can, podcast. I literally just watched the home run for the uh, <laughs> for the Indians, and I was just like, "Whoa, wow, all right, but he got all of that ball." Uh, <laughs> okay, but the, yeah, the, it's just an interesting was that off thing Cole? to talk about. You said what? Sorry, I, I asked if that was off Cole. I wasn't I sure know. if he's still in the ball. It is. I think it's off Cole. Uh, but. I don't know, like the playoffs is going to be distracted. And it was off cool. It's going to be weird, especially if you have teams that have to, like we, like we said, the, it's a race for those conferences. Right, yeah. There's no margin for error. They have to play straight through, and then you're going to be eliminated from games. 
if you have guys just, test positive, it's going to be interesting. I just interesting to watch. I just hate like and and I you know I mentioned earlier with the, you know how disappointing it was for the football purists and with the the Eagles and Bengals at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Like this whole thing is just like it, it, this just sucks. I mean, and it sucks a lot more for a lot of other people than us being football fans, sports fans. Yeah. And so I don't, I don't want to sit there and try to, you know, like, like, put myself in in a situation like, or you know, say that this is the worst thing in the world. But right. this just, it, we're definitely I mean, seeing the ramifications right now of this entire process. And mm-hmm. maybe the Big Ten and, and Pac-12 were for right for taking their time and going through the it's proper, hard to make that case. proper when they, channels. When they're but, the ones backpedaling, it's hard to make that case. I mean, and you're, and you're, I was, that's why I said right. maybe. Like, you're right. at least we don't. right because last week when we dealt with this stuff and like Aaron and I were like, hey, we have to record the podcast this day. Yeah. And we couldn't have you be a part of it, but you wanted to be a part of it. Yeah. Like, and like, I, like, yeah, because it, it's, when I took the it. test, it said two to three days and it literally took four days. And like, I, I texted both of you immediately on Thursday morning when I, when the, when it came back negative, like, oh, I was, I, I jumped out of bed. I was so excited. But, um, and, but we're seeing this, like, even, like, Kansas State. You know, they had, they had 12 guys that were out the first game. And all 12 of those guys played this past Saturday. Right. But 10 more guys had cool. to miss. And let's, so. Let's bring up one that's more current. Notre Dame. Right now. Yeah. They, yeah. they had how many guys the first week test positive? And from the last round of tests, they still have guys testing positive. Right. Yep. 25 guys uh, in quarantine. 12 got added to that this yeah. week. Cool. Like. It, they're going to be eliminated from the playoff, just and that's a team that in their first game looked very good. Oh yeah, hell is happening in South Dallas. We talked about them talent. being able to compete with the Clemsons, and yeah. that was going to be yep. before the Eric King. But we talked about them being able to compete with Clemson and all that stuff. So yeah. who's to say that they weren't going to be that team yeah. that got that championship bid over Miami? But mm-hmm. now they're squandering not because of their own. I'm not sure. I was gonna say that's yeah, that's that's a little that's a little touch and go. Yeah. yeah. Oh shoot! No, uh, we were completely wrong. Miami plays Clemson in their next game. Oh. <laughs> we're not faultless people. Okay. Yeah. We all have they, our. They have. Come on. We're not perfect. Yeah. Two ranked matchups in a row. They play Pittsburgh the week after that. Well, potentially ranked. Pittsburgh could fall out of that easily. Oh my They're god! 24th. I'm going. So they have number one and number twenty-four. Every moment of this next game. Yes. Uh, it's not for two weeks. So not this weekend, but next the following. Week. They have a bye week. That's a night game. Nice. It is not. Yeah, that was always going to get moved up to like. The, oh, absolutely. That that's going to be game of the week, game day at Clemson with nobody there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that I can't wait for that number one versus. That's a huge game for I'm Heisman implications mm-hmm. with two guys. Um, but yeah, there's just so much that's going to go into the college football season as far as like how are the, how is the playoff committee going to justify this? Yeah. And, they found ways to justify certain teams over other teams already uh, in the, what, five years now that we've had the mm-hmm. playoff. Yeah. Um, so yeah. there's going to be a lot that factors into it, and that's why it's good to have so many people from different conferences and outside the conferences. Uh, it does need to be unbiased, but with the chairman being from the Big Ten, if there's a Big Ten team undefeated, it doesn't matter. They're getting in. Man, we're going right. to see it. We're, we're definitely yeah, – we're, we're gearing up. This is definitely moving towards something that's going to be massively controversial. Yeah. So, like, this – Here's the thing. It's not massively controversial for this year. Hopefully, it's just a one-year thing. Yes. Uh, overall, it's one year. Like, things should go back to normal next year, hopefully, or be better – at, at the very least, we'll be better prepared next yeah. year. Yeah. Right. Uh, I don't think we'll have teams waiting to play – 
until the end of October or early November. Uh, into the next offseason. Right. They, like, the fact that the Big Ten thought that that was viable, like, I think the ACC had it right and the SEC have built-in bye weeks so that you can reschedule games periodically. Because mm-hmm. we've seen Miami be off, like, have two games, be yeah. off, have another couple games, yeah. be off be and off. off. Like, yeah. And that's the smart way to do it. But the implications down the stretch are going to be huge because this is what these coaches coach their asses off for, and it's how they – I mean, it's I mean, big. It's, you're talking billions of dollars at stake too. Absolutely, like, with, with these programs. I mean, Absolutely, that's that's that's, that, that's what it is. It's a business. Absolutely. So. Yeah, but a lot of good college football coming up. Uh, moving on to Major League Baseball, we have the round of uh, wild card games. Everybody's everybody plays in the first round now this year. Yeah. Three uh, game series. Three game series instead of the one game wild cards. Uh, Twins and Astros, A's and White Sox, Rays and Jays. Rays and Jays. Uh, Indians and Yankees, Braves and Reds, Cubs and Marlins, Padres, Cards, Dodgers, Brewers. Yeah, currently, we've seen the uh, Astros win over the Twins in the first game, which is kind of a shocker and upset. Today. I would agree with yeah, that. Yeah, the Astros played terribly so far this year. Yeah, they did. I mean, they were had a losing record, but they still made it. Being them, um, just do it over and over again. And then Oakland, yeah. which was not the shocker. And, or sorry, Oakland lost to the Sox. The Sox is not the shocker. The Sox mm-hmm. have been lights out. And mm-hmm. It's been fantastic. Um, I don't know if I'd what, say fantastic. Which uh, matchup here are you guys looking forward to the most? Like, what's uh, one that you think could be like just? I think it, I think it is White Sox. Yeah, like I I, I, White Sox. I really like both. Yeah, those I, teams I picked a lot. the Sox to win this game, but I picked it to be the goes the full three game series. Yeah. White Sox just had like that 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 talent that roster is just so talented up and down. Right. I mean, and and I think the Twins come back that, and like beat the the, the higher seed gets all three games at home. Yeah, right. uh, it's it's which is fine. Like, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a it is what it is, but I don't. Yeah, less travel the better probably right now. Um, and that's I'm sure that factored into it, but I I do inter- like the I, Indians, but I think that the Yankees beat them out in this series. I, I, oh, I, th- I think the Yankees are going to win the whole damn thing. But really? I do. And that's why it's like I think that like where there's a lot of people that are pointing fingers at the Indians being like, they're so much better. I, you got a tall order against the Yankees, man. And even though there's all those like playoff statistics, those playoff statistics are cut short because this is the mid-season Yankees, not the end <laughs> of the season Yankees. This is the mid-season right. Yankees. And the mid-season yeah. Yankees are really – just like the first third of the season. <laughs> that yeah. freaking like power games. in yeah. that lineup. Yeah. I mean, obviously, everybody knows Aaron Judge. Everybody knows Giancarlo Stanton. Mm-hmm. But you got Luke Voigt, who led the majors in home runs with 22. Yeah. This is their DJ LeMahieu, who led baseball in batting average. Speaking of, we're watching Voigt up right now. Yes, Garrett Cole. Look, and, and that, of course, Garrett Cole. That's why you go out and sign Garrett Cole. With How'd you finish all your money. drinks already? Uh, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I have I mean, a problem. <laughs> We all, we all do, um, but yeah, I mean, Spanky like, boy? I just, Spanky I just boy. like, I like the Yankees a lot, and I, I'm not high on Cleveland, and that's, yep. I mean, I'm biased in saying that. I'll openly admit that. But. I'm high on Cleveland from certain players. I love Fran Mill. I love Lindor. I oh, love absolutely. Those, yeah, I love Jose Ramirez. I mean, but I also think the pitching issues that they had at the beginning of the whole, you know, COVID shutdown with them coming back and not taking it seriously. I think that that team is going to be first out. And I, yeah, I, I just, and again, I'm sticking by it. I think the Yankees are, I think it's Yankees-Dodgers in the World Series. I mean, Padres might make some noise and 
Jeez, uh, that's I a fun wanna, team. I don't <clears throat> right off the would you say that the Padres are like your sleeper team? Yeah. To, but would I, you say is is a team that you could see just turn it on and? I'm just I'm just not super high them. on their rotation. Gotcha. So I don't think they I don't think they have that shutdown ace gotcha. that a team like the Dodgers have. And even though he hasn't done it in the postseason before, Kershaw's got it in him. Yeah. So and he's not as good as he used to be, but. A Kershaw who's not as good as he used to be is still one of the best pitchers in the game. Yeah, all-time great. And pitcher. and Garrett Cole is just on another planet right now. So, and man, I mean, the worst part is I want to say the Padres. Uh, so, I mean, I, you can be the Padres. I don't. I, yeah. You can have uh, the same pick as them. Oh no, absolutely. I just just trying the, to look him over to see. Don't you dare pick the same team as me, Ty. I swear. <laughs> Uh, I love the fact that the Marlins actually made the playoffs for the first time in a while. That's Marlins. That's awesome. Um, man, it yeah, it's Jeez. after looking at it, it's yeah, man, it's Padres. Probably the Padres. It's Padres. <clears throat> That'd be a fun story. The I mean, they're, they're an exciting team to watch. Yeah. Um, Their bats have been on fire. Yeah. Uh, bring it up. I know you wanted to touch on uh, Gordon retiring. It's huge for this this city. Uh, hats off to him. Great career in Kansas City. Uh, I, I loved so much this week that the Royals did so much, did so many homages to him. I mean, Salvi hit a home run the other day, and the as he rounded t- first, first base, back. pointed, put, looked in the dugout right at Alex and did the, did the point that Alex Gordon did in uh, game one of the 2015 World Series. And, yeah, the mm-hmm. pine tar. And it wasn't just the Royals that did the pine tar, too. Hosmer, uh, Tim Hill, and, and Matt Strom did it in San Diego, and Moose did it in Cincinnati. That's and awesome. Like, that's, like, I'll admit, like, I, I've watched a lot of the stuff. I've watched the interviews. I've watched, like, I watched a lot of the last game uh, this past Sunday, and I, I, I teared up multiple times. I mean, mm-hmm. Alex Gordon has, uh, I, I tweeted something along the lines. I was like, man. he, oh, God, he is, he is the epitome of mm-hmm. the silent leader, but lead by example. The best story that you have as a kid when you're playing fake baseball in your backyard is you hitting the home run for your championship team, for your own team that you love in the World Series. Mm-hmm. And he did it. He did it. Yeah. He and did that, it. And that, like, he treated his body like a temple. He always just t- t- like, took the most care. Like, because mm-hmm. they, they, when they were interviewing him during the game, after they pulled him in the second, uh, they asked him, too, he's like, you having pizza tonight? And he's like, oh, it's on schedule for this week. Like, we're, doing, <laughs> we're doing it sometime this week. Like, uh, this guy didn't eat sugar. He didn't eat fats. Like, man, he took care of his body. Fun story from when uh, Ty and I worked together at Barley's. Right after they won the World Series, Alex Gordon signed a huge deal. Yeah. Staying in Kansas City. Uh, the day he signed that deal, he went into Barley's and was – no. Uh, sat at the bar yeah. and was served by our good Sound, friend Nick Barber. the Crown Town bottle. Yeah, he uh, autographed a Crown Town bottle that our, I will not say was stolen by <laughs> Whoever our, stole that bottle, I will find you and it was I Deanna. will kill you. I our won't kill you. Deanna. I, D? I was, yeah, D wow. stole the bottle, took it home. She's the one with the bottle. Atta girl. It sat at, it, honestly, it sat at Barley's on the bar. I take that In the back. back bar for a long time. Don't kill me. Please don't. Kill him. <laughs> kill him. Get him. Get him, Mama D. But, yeah, it's a fun story. Like, Nick, huge, huge Royals fan. Oh, yeah. Uh, was smitten all day. He got to serve Gordon. Mm-hmm. The day he signed his big deal. That's unreal. Got to – gave him Meet the bottle to sign, and then we had it on the back bar. Like I said, Deanna stole it, which is fine. Don't prosecute now. You guys don't care. Management's turned over. It's fine. But <laughs> it's, it was just a cool story. I, was, I mean, I had just moved to Kansas City. So, like, didn't have this huge of an effect, but I could tell everybody was like – 
huge into it. I was like, that's that's awesome. Well, and, that, and that's and that, that's the point I try to make to a lot of people, and th that's going to be the statue at Kauffman Stadium. It's him rounding first base, and, and signing the bottle at Barbie. Him pointing the. <laughs> <laughs> And they'll actually steal the bottle from D and actually make that part of the statue. Um, so, D, don't kill me, please, kill either. Um, kill him, too. Kill, kill. <laughs> Our podcast oh, is so low wants yeah. the but it, <laughs> Our podcast it, is about to be very but, light. But anyway, uh, it, was, it, was, it was an absolute thrill, and it's been a treat to watch Alex Gordon for the last 14 years. I mean, you're talking about a guy who, second overall pick in 2005 out of Nebraska. and Lived up to the uh, Like, he wasn't the next George Brett. But no. he's seven gold gloves, a world championship, two pennants, pennants, Ooh. and like, mm -hmm. like that's it's a hell of a legacy. And I, mm -hmm. one of the things that I, when he announced that he retired, as as I I did a post on Facebook, and one of the, the, the what I said was that I remember the exactly where I was in the moment when he hit that home run in, in game one, and I remember thinking what went through my brain in that moment was there is no other player on this roster who I would rather see step right. up in that moment. And then just straight away to center field. Right. And I think Ryan, uh, Ryan Lefevre, who is just a phenomenal play-by-play -play announcer for the Royals, I, I think he put it most succinctly when – actually, it might have been Steve Fiziak, but one of the play-by-plays. They have, they have a bunch of dudes. Um, but they said it's going to be really weird whenever you see – and it's like, all right, fly ball to left, and Alex has got it. No, not Alex, actually. Sorry. Like, like this is going to be a hard habit to break. Because yes. right. it's a long time out yeah. there. And uh, – Again, tip of the cap to you, Gordo. Thank you. And uh, even as a Detroit I didn't know you guy, bald. completely. <laughs> wow! <laughs> I'm, in a, I'm in a heartfelt moment here, and just 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 jabbing away. Hey, it's fine. Anyway, it's thank fine. you, Alex Gordon. It. Like yeah. it's gonna be gonna be tough without you, buddy. It was uh, it was really hard as a Detroit fan to play against them because there are so many times where you just were in the game and like. Someone would hit somebody like, that's not, uh, it's catchable. It's, yeah. it's, it's Alex. It's Alex. And he's like, again, I treated the body like Tim. I have a story that I, I can't share on camera. And so I will tell you guys after that I've, oh. I've heard. Because I, I have a friend who works Look for, for KCTV5. And so he's a video weeks. editor, Rusty. Uh, I don't think you watch, but uh, he's a video editor for KCTV5. And uh, yeah, he's, so he obviously knows sports people. And he's, I've got a, I've got a gem of a story for Gordo. Can't wait. So Sorry, wrap not going to hear real it. Real quick. <laughs> Thanks, final, Scott. Final topic. Can't wait. Uh, preview the NBA Finals. We, uh, I, my possibly worst Sunday as a sports fan in a while. I had to go through the grueling. Wait, uh, Sundays are supposed to be good? Sunday. Well, oh, yeah, still. you're a Detroit fan. Sorry. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry you can't relate to this, Ty. But, I'm wearing uh, my full guard. Cowboys today lost a shootout, and then uh, man, I was gonna say Celtics Sunday's lost. the day of the Lord, but I guess he's Jewish, so Jewish, <laughs> non-practicing Jew <laughs> of Hebrew descent. He's our favorite douchebag <laughs> of Hebrew descent. Oh man, yeah. Did the, was did this, is this the moment? Is this, did I just jump the shark? I might have jumped the shark. Carry on, Dustin Go. Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> Sorry. Yep, you just set this one out. So, yeah, I got to go through the, the Cowboys losing the shootout with the Seattle Seahawks and then follow that up by watching the Celtics lose game six to the five-seed Miami Heat. Um, they play great defense. So do the Celtics. Um, Jimmy yeah. Buckets. Yeah, they, we had a six-point lead with 
not a lot of time left, and then the Heat turned it on and just blew us out in the last six They're minutes that of that game. Sneaky team. Yeah, they they have depth. They have shooting. They have probably one of the most versatile big men in the league. Honestly, I think that uh, Bam Adebayo versus Anthony Davis and their bigs is going to be hotly oh, contested. Be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, uh, Adebayo showed up. Uh, he and Tatum, I think, were the two best players on the floor every game of the. Other than the the freak Tyler Hero game where he had 37, um, but uh, Jimmy Butler, I think the entire league can say that they were wrong about Jimmy oh, Butler. Oh, absolutely. There's three three teams that should be ashamed of themselves uh, today. And Went from being homeless to being him. Jimmy like, Butler and the ones that should feel the worst are Chicago. Absolutely. Jimmy Jimmy Butler wanted to stay in Chicago. He yep. wanted to them to build around him. He knew that it would take time. And that they would probably have some down years. And he, he would wanted to stay there. And instead, they shipped him off to Minnesota. Minnesota, Ugh. not the right fit with the guys there. You, obviously, they were going to choose Carl Anthony Towns over Man, Jimmy Butler. Man, he clowned I those guys, though. I don't, still yeah, good. He had the, still the, famous, the famous practice where the starters minus Jimmy Butler played Jimmy Butler and the third, third string guys, and, and he they, whooped their ass. They... Dominated. Mental toughness dominated is what you what comes to mind with Jimmy Butler was not the best player on his own college college team that goes to Jay Crowder his teammate now uh, yeah. he admits that even uh, Marquette is it Marquette thank Marquette. you Marquette yeah. yep uh, ironic that Jay Crowder and Jimmy Butler are on are on the Heat now and that used to be another Marquette guy Dwayne, Dwayne Wade's Wade. team a lot of connections to Milwaukee Tyler Hero from Milwaukee uh, it is pretty bizarre it is weird. Um, I will never go back to that city ever again. <laughs> we had a rough Milwaukee trip. <laughs> Dare, story for another time. Probably not for the podcast. Nope, Maybe if that's you get right. us drunk enough, we'll talk about yeah, that weekend. Yeah, that's right. Come hang out with us. Yeah, of, we got stories. A lot of interesting things that weekend. Um, but uh, Miami Heat are dangerous. I think that the Lakers are favored in this series. Um, it's an interesting storyline. LeBron mm-hmm. playing... For his fourth title against the team he won his first two titles Can we with. still go back to the fact that they forced through L.A.? They, I mean, they did and they didn't. There was one game, the first game of that series, yes. They, there was 32 uh, foul calls or free throw shot by the, uh, the I, Lakers in the first half. Yeah. I get that L.A. was the better, they were the better of the team. team. They were going to win that series, but it should have went more games. Yeah, LeBron right. James and Anthony Davis, you should be, like, come right. on. You shouldn't have to force someone to the free throw line 32 times and a half. Um, yes. In Denver, great season by them. They, they, did, they played great. They really did. And especially at the bubble. Yeah. They oh, came absolutely. back from two 3-1 deficits. That was yeah, not sustainable. That's, that's yeah. I was that, that, lost, like the Clippers were the more talented. A team, team. of you the future probably, for sure. But you can make the case that they're probably the the team that they were close closest talent wise to is the Utah Jazz at this yeah. point. Mm-hmm. They have some guys that are coming up that they'll push them over that. If Michael Porter Jr. can get some defense, yes, and if, if Bull Bull, Bull can, can develop, yep. yep. Uh, uh, Murray's doing great. Of, yeah, Murray's great. He's the next great point or, or point slash. Shooting this, guard in the league, he can play either. This might have been like a Steph Curry type emergence for him, right? I, it's the it's the year before, like it seems think, like the year before they blew up. But do you think West that Michael? So deep. Yeah. Do you think that Michael Porter Jr. Years, can man. develop the defensive? I think he can. Game? He's got the length. Does he's he got the athleticism. To? Yeah, but he's going to have to commit to it. Yep. And that's the biggest that thing about guys like that. I don't think he gives a crap about it. That's the Mizzou in you. You just always think the Mizzou guys are going to fail. 
Because well, they yeah. do. <laughs> Here's the thing. Blaine I, honestly, Gabbard. The, the fact that, like, Michael Porter Jr. was able to come back and honestly be as productive as he was this year is impressive in and of itself. Yeah. He had some major injuries that are tough to come back from, but with guys his size that play to his position, it's not just the defense. It's developing the ball handling. It's That puts you over the edge. He, you, you can't just be a wing guy that shoots and doesn't ever handle the ball and be effective in this league. He showed, have I mean, to be able to do everything. He has definitely shown a lot of gumption. For sure. In coming back from a lot of the, the adversity that he's faced. But, yeah, he's, but he's, he got, a, he's got a ways to go. Overall, a, a net negative yeah. on the court. Yep. Uh, what he brings offensively, he's giving up more defensively. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for a guy who's 6'10", that should not be the case. No. And here's all. the thing. Like he, he, Great offense. As he developed, like he's still very young. He's only yes. in his second year. 20 years old. 20, I was going to say 2021. 20, at this point, he's honestly probably right just barely behind where uh, mm-hmm. Jalen Brown or Jason mm-hmm. Tatum was at this point. Jason Tatum was, a, I, I would say, probably a little bit, quite a bit ahead of him probably because uh, he had the defensive game. He had a little bit better handles, obviously, um, offensively better. But Jalen Brown, to get to where he is, right. took some Works. development. Like yeah. he, Go look at rookie Jalen Brown. And where he is today. You you have time when you're that young to develop. And especially with how much talent they have on that team. Yeah. They have the best one of the best big men in the game. They have one of the best up and coming wings and they or uh, ball handler slash wing players and Jamal Murray. They have a lot of good pieces on that team. He doesn't have to be great right away. And that's right. that's good. And Mike Malone's a good coach. He'll bring that out of him if he has it. Yeah. If he doesn't, he'll be just another guy, and that's fine. And I mean, you have the you have the option to throw it down low to Jokic and yeah. let him work, and then pick can, it back out. Jokic, the best thing about Jokic is he can play inside or out. Right. It makes him he's so versatile. I will I will say one maybe like underrated thing too is he has a, a veteran mentor, a guy who could be a mentor who could be like, hey, here, like, here if you put in the work, then you can do this right. in Paul Millsap. Well, oh, Millsap, yeah, yeah absolutely. And, Honestly, Denver is the perfect team to develop him. I mean, think about yeah. how well Denver is drafted. Uh, Murray wasn't this top three pick guy. Jokic wasn't a top pick guy. Denver did so well drafting that they basically, because of cap reasons, had to ship Nurkic, who's another big Portland, that yeah. they developed. They, yeah. they basically had to ship him to Portland for a Plumlee just to get some cap relief because yeah. they knew they had to pay one or the other, and Jokic yeah. was better. Uh, Nurchich is a really good player, though. So, yeah. like, if there's a uh, team that can develop him, it's it's them. And the, but, step, the step down from yeah. Nurkic to Plumlee. Yep. Whereas, okay, Whereas. And, and while we're talking about the teams that lost in the championship round, or the conference championship round, Boston's another different, completely different story. They have all these highly uh, drafted guys, and they're all good pieces, but they haven't gotten the longevity of playing as a core. Boston's been to three championship, uh, conference championship rounds in four years mm-hmm. with three completely different courts. Anybody who criticizes Brad Stevens three different is point, an star absolute point guards, idiot. There are three different point guards in general. I guess Kyrie Irving is the only point guard that we've had that hasn't been to a conference championship I round. I literally had a regular – I had a bar regular ask me the other day, when do the Celtics get rid of Brad Stevens? And never. I was like, never. They never. Will, like – he has been the glue it's that is only a matter of time driven each before season. he raises a trophy. Right. Yeah. Just a matter of time. Right. And there's been a lot of moving parts. He went the first the first championship game they met was uh, Jalen Brown's rookie year. They had Isaiah Thomas. They we 
on the Twitters, called them the punk rock Celtics because they were down to fight anybody. They got in everybody's face. Jay, Jay Crowder got in everybody's face. Isaiah Thomas would go anywhere. Marcus the Smart. The, uh, the king in the fourth. You had Kelly Olynyk lighting up game sevens. <laughs> like it was in, he had the 27. Like, that was one of the funnest Celtics yeah. teams ever. And they got swept <laughs> in the championship round. Or, no, gentlemen's sweep. Five games. Because uh, Avery Bradley hit a game winner. Sorry. Uh, the second one, uh, the ne- very next year, Jason Tatum's rookie year. They went seven games against the mm-hmm. same team that gentlemen swept in the year before. That was a nice catch. Missed, missed the uh, championship round because Kyrie Irving decided to throw an entire playoff series after blowing out the Bucks in game one. Oh. Uh, yeah, I was actually working here with both of you guys yeah, in the deciding yeah. game five. Yeah. Where, okay. where is here? Uh, taps on Main. Hey. Stop in for great deals. Um, Best wings in the city. But, like, this team, I literally, you look at, like, the injuries they've had. Best wings in the city. Yeah, nice. You can cut a check uh, to me if you want. I really just wanted to, like, do a shout-out to Gracie because Gracie literally just posted a video that was just, like, I'm going to do a hot take here. Taps on Main has the best wings in the city on the KCPN. And they do. It's yeah, it's it's not, I wasn't, really a, it's not really even a hot take. That anymore. wasn't it's lip service. I fully believe that. Are greater than buffalo wings anywhere. Done. Way better <laughs> than the peanut. Yeah, eat it, peanut. Uh, <laughs> bitches. <laughs> We're never going to be able to broadcast from the peanut anyway. <laughs> in like a month and a half, we're going to have to be in the peanut being like, so please have us. Nick, but Nick, seriously, try these wings. They're Nick, better Dave, I really like you guys. I, yeah. I say, yeah, the peanut's great. They're different types of wings, but they're wonderful wings. BLT. <laughs> but back to what we were saying. Uh, I brought up there's, there's one deal that I, I would love to see the Celtics make. Straight up, both teams benefit. Gordon Hayward for Victor Oladipo. You mentioned that, and I like I saw that. I, immediately. I was like, oh my gosh, that would just be that. A, that's, even if I am so on board with that, you send Gordon home. Mm-hmm. He's an Indiana boy. His family lives full time in Indiana, uh, so they get the star local guy to build around. Bring in Oladipo. He's your fourth option on this team. Uh, if he continues his injury problems, if you can Oladipo, get out after a year. If Oladipo's your fourth option, my I God. I mean, Gordon was our fourth option. So, like, yeah. And then, with the extra cap space, because that frees up another $10 million in cap space, the difference in their contracts. I need to look into capital implications if it's even possible, because Indiana would have to be able to take on an extra mm-hmm. $10 million. But I've already read rumors that they're willing, they would be willing to do that deal. They love Gordon Hayward. They've wanted him for a while. Oladipo's not happy. You just swapping Indiana boys. Yeah. Well, well I mean, Butler, yeah. but Indiana yeah. State. Indi- yeah. From Indiana. And if you want to throw in a sweetener, another local kid, maybe throw in Romeo Langford. Hmm? He's the greatest high school basketball player in Indiana history. Yep. I was going to make uh, a, weird a huge gift for Indiana a few years ago. He's a, a couple years ago. He has very high upside. Then go out and get a guy I love that I've wanted for a while, Davis Bertans, to come off your bench. Okay. That core for Boston would be insane. Anyway, well, and, and you're gonna just you're gonna continue to see Jason Tatum improve. You're gonna continue right. to see Jalen Brown improve. I was gonna make Kimba Walker is what he is. He just had one of the best age 22 postseasons mm-hmm. ever. Yeah, the only is, one. The, literally, look. You can look at LeBron, Kobe, anyone. The only age 22 postseason statistically, that's not taking into account what the team did. Mm. 
is Michael Jordan. That's it. That's the list the of that guys guy? that have had better age 22 postseasons than Jason Tatum. You, you could compare yourself to better. What? Jeez. <laughs> I was like, you could compare yourself He can't to be better. better than Michael Jordan? What the hell's wrong with him? <laughs> Great. But... No, yeah, no, that, I mean, because we, we've watched the ascendance of Jason Tatum yeah. this year. Oh, absolutely. So, oh, yeah. And, and you, can, coming, you can argue Jalen Brown as well. Jalen Brown. The same regular asking. He's like, who would you rather have, Jamal Murray or uh, Tatum? And I was like, Oh, it's Tatum, Tatum by a mile. You're, you're seeing, like, you're seeing the, cream is, the cream is rising to the, the, yeah. the, cream is rising like to the top. Like, the guy like, plays the full game. If, like, if you have a list. defensive guy, too. If you have a list of guys under the age of 23 that you're going to take ahead of Ooh. Jason Tatum, and it's anyone more than Luka Doncic. Yeah. Um, and maybe Zion. Maybe but even, John Morant. I wouldn't take John Morant over Jason Tatum. I said maybe. No he's, I said he's, maybe. On the, he's on the fence, though. He's, it's his rookie year. I said you, maybe. There's said a maybe. lot of development that needs to happen there. Yeah, absolutely. I, um, I would go John I mean, more than Zion. Like, exactly. I'm just saying, like, physical, like if Zion improves his body like if he if he slims down there's no like with That's the numbers sad. he was putting up as a rookie oh, yeah. he He's will be, be a great. force uh but luke is the only definitive guy that i would say yeah, yeah i'd take him over jason Tatum. Yeah. uh and even then tatum's much better defensively oh yeah already Absolutely. like and luca can improve that but his athletic ability shows that it's probably yeah, ju- just like just like uh uh dirk you're going to have to yeah. rely on his offensive game a lot and bring in some defensive guys. But to also, play. like Dirk, that offensive game is so, so dominant good. enough that it, it is even, okay. He's not even a consistent shooter yet. No. He's not great from three yet. No. He's not great from the free throw line yet. Imagine when he w- is, because he, he will be. He will be. He's, He's a good shooter. Just that kid, gotten there yet. That kid's going to be the best player in the NBA in maybe maybe 18 months. I would bet that. my life savings on him winning more than two MVPs. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. If that's, if that's a bet you can make, I would do it. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah it has to do it. But let's preview the NBA Finals, because who wants to talk about the losers? I do, because I don't like either of these teams, personally. Yeah. Uh, I hate Pat Riley. I hate the Lakers in general, but Freaking this is Pat what we Riley. get. Uh, Slick haired jackass. Spolstra versus LeBron, the guy who wanted Spolstra fired his first year in Miami, but LeBron wants to play it as the media doesn't like Spolstra, not him. Sure. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Narrative changes after eight years. Mm-hmm. That's fun. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a disgruntled Celtics fan. Um, but yeah, I. I think this is going to be closer than people think. The Heat mm. are playing incredibly. I think their team chemistry is better than anyone else's in the league. I, like, what's going to come down to is the, the Lakers just have more stars. Right. They have more veterans. And, and Anthony who's, Davis. Who's is guard? Just, Anthony Davis playing at just a stupid level. Well, LeBron's he's, playing at a stupid He yeah. just had a 30-point triple-double in a closeout game at 35 years old. Unreal. Yeah, yeah literally three months away from turning 36. Like, mm. that guy is insane. If LeBron doesn't – this is – in my opinion, probably the worst team LeBron's played. It's, I mean, it's a five seed. It's only, it has to be the worst team that he's played in the, in the championship. I think so, yeah. Uh, the Mavericks were better. I'd Mavericks say the, were, the, the Thunder, Thunder were, were better. better. And the Spurs, yeah. Yeah, I, was, I think, yeah, the, I think you're right. All, and all the obviously teams were better. I mean, the, yeah, I was gonna, Warriors sucked, so, you know, they were terrible. <laughs> Yeah, if he doesn't win his fourth title in this, that's a huge upset. Wins. I, Who does that? And I would love to see it. I would love to see Miami upset LeBron, but 
probably won't happen because I mean, yeah, we don't get anything we want to in the COVID year. <laughs> I kind of did, actually. You, yeah, that was, that was pre-COVID, okay? It's pre-COVID. You got the pre-COVID championship. That's fair. That's fair. As your uh, Detroit fan, I got everything I wanted for the can't COVID see this, this is a Super Bowl champions. So. <laughs> uh, Tampa Bay actually won the first COVID championship of a more from Tim a North Bay American Lightning. team. Uh, Congrats to the Lightning, man. 2000, yeah, I just saw it earlier I, today. Yeah, I know this is a long episode. 2004. <laughs> this is, this is a long right. episode. Yeah, uh, Reunited. Right. Feels so good. Yeah, yeah exactly. we had a lot we of jokes and ribs. talk about this. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about. Yeah. Uh, but yes, there is nothing that we should take away from the Lightning. No. And the fact that they won. There the should Santa be no Cup. asterisks in the COVID year. Yeah. If anything, you won a championship in the yeah. hardest year. The to biggest for asterisk mm-hmm. with the Lightning was going to be the fact that they didn't have Steven Stamkos. Yep. And he came back. Still managed. And within his first game, his first game, he man. scored the first Badass. goal. I'm pretty sure. But this is what you have for Steven Stamkos. And I'm sorry, he deserved to hold the cup first. Because he's been carrying that team mm-hmm. for years. So, yes, he might not have been in the first couple of rounds of the, of the tournament, but right. he deserved to carry the cup because yep. it's mm-hmm. his team. Absolutely. His team. Right. Sorry. No, don't no, be sorry. It's the team that Stevie Y built, man. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. You're, you're welcome. Close I threw that out games. to you. I love that, man. I think it's incredible how, like, how under the radar uh, – NHL went after all the other sports started up. Mm-hmm. I didn't know until 2.30 in the morning last night that the Stanley Cup was decided last night. Oh, yeah. Because of so much coverage for the Chiefs-Ravens I, game, all of a sudden I was literally sitting at the <laughs> bar having a beer after a crazy busy shift with the other person I was working with. And was I was like... Van Pelt or something? Huh? Was it Van Pelt? Or Yeah, but it was even after like oh, 45 minutes of his show. <laughs> I was like, wait... The Stanley Cup got decided Dude, tonight? Dude, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. And <laughs> it was 2.30 in the morning, and I, didn't, I had no idea. Somebody told me. I was like, nah, the yeah. series isn't over. Like, yeah. it's, it's already gone on that long, and I feel terrible saying that. Like, I was we're, we're sports experts. I was watching the geez. highlights because they were showing the highlights. I didn't even know yet, and I was like, oh, they must have came back and forced a game seven. They're like, Tampa Bay Ooh. Lightning, Stanley Cup champions at the end of the highlights. I'm like, oh, shoot. See, I, tonight. <laughs> I felt bad because I like messed up like the earlier rounds yeah. <laughs> after going on vacation. And then when I came back, like I was watching it. I was literally standing in the middle of our uh, dining room and taps on main great wings. Um, I was standing in the middle of our Shameless dining room. Shameless plugs. Um, and I was watching the game yeah. next to the Chiefs game. And at that point in time, it was kind of out of hand for the Chiefs already. Um, and they yeah, only had kickoff. the one defensive touch or the uh, kick return touchdown. And I was watching this game being like, man, Lightning are solid. They're 2-0 two, uh, two and oh in this game right now. And the goaltender's playing on his head. He made some brilliant saves. And this was the reason why they should win the Stanley Cup is they had a mission. That was it was. That's mm-hmm. what it was. And going back to when we were like, hey, who's your dark horse to win this thing? My dark horse was Avalanche, I wish I would be honest with. Yeah. But I always said they're going to have to go through the Lightning because the Lightning should be the winners. And the Lightning ended up pulling it out. I mean, that was the team in the West. We pretty much, yeah, from like yeah. from the get go, we were like, "This is the team to look at." Like, this is. Yeah. Tukaras sending they, it out. Decided that they, one. That was huge. Um, but let's wrap up the show. We're just about at two hours. Uh, a long one today. It was we a had long a lot one. to cover. Uh, it was a lot to talk about, and we had a lot of fun 
ribbing each other. We have had a good time. Yeah, it was a good show. Yeah. Um, I go Colts. I just want to throw in just a real quick to rest in peace to uh, Gail Sayers, the yep. Kansas Comet. Even though he's from Nebraska, good job on Nebraska. A bunch of dipshits missing out on that one, letting him go to KU. They do that. But a anyway, lot. Uh, a legend for the Bears passed away last week, and just, just like to throw that rest in peace. That guy yeah. is, was awesome. Brian's song was such a good movie, such a good book. Mm-hmm. Well, I am third is the book, but still. Uh, yes, thank you everybody. <laughs> thank you. No, that was, that was that was great. Brian's song is an incredible movie. Yeah, uh, so. great story. Behind it's okay. It's, there's but, onions. I'm not crying. You're crying. There's no onions. I cried. Stop being a pussy. Uh, <laughs> uh, join us next week. I think we're going to be live broadcast from another brewery. Uh, torn label, yeah, maybe? I think pen- uh, tentatively, pencil in. Yeah, pencil in. If not, we'll be here with the backdrop that we see every week. And uh, I will be here, too. That well, wherever thing. these guys are. Hopefully, yeah. we will all be Hopefully, here. he doesn't get COVID again. Or not get As, I'm staying away from, from my friend Katie. No, she's not Good. allowed to hug me anymore. <laughs> you jerk. Yeah. Uh, but Love thank you. you. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it. Because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from GEICO because they help save people money? GEICO? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually GEICO. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it. Because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from GEICO because they help save people money? GEICO? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.